When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Honest. Are you looking for a healthy start? Honest.com is here to help. Honest delivers trusted products from diapers and wipes to personal care and cleaning essentials right to your door. Go to Honest.com and save an extra 25% on your order. Just enter offer code HONEST25 at checkout. That's Honest.com, offer code HONEST25 at checkout to save an extra 25% off. Together, we can make it better. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by Talkspace. If you're like me, when Beyonce dropped them pictures, (laughs) you lost it. Oh, my God. You needed someone (laughs) to talk to, and you didn't know who to call because everybody was going through it. Well... Now there's talk space. You got your therapist to talk you through it, tell you not to jump off the ledge, tell you not to go have your own twins because you don't got the money to do that right now. You know, just talk you out all the madness. All you have to do is join over 500,000 people who have used Talkspace for online therapy with their licensed therapist. Sign up and learn more. Go to Talkspace.com zone. As a special offer for our listeners, you can use coupon code zone and get $30 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. Talkspace. Therapy for how we live today. Okay. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Shout out to the Grammy nominated Solange Knowles. Shout out to Cranes in the Sky. It's one of the greatest songs of all time. No rappers jumped on it. We're about to change all that real quick. I tried to drink it away. And I don't know why, because I hate being drunk. I would much rather be high in a suit and a tie on an airplane about to fly. Then I touched down and said hi. Reminder, that's why it's mine. Rewind the shit all the way back to the way that it was when we ain't need no damn buzz. It was just enough for us to be us. Ain't never question no trust. We was both in love and in lust. Started off by grabbing your butt. It's just my way of saying what's up. I remember the look in your eyes. The way that you would say hi, that shit would take me away, 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 away. Can we try it again? Can we try it again? Let's go. I want to take it away, go far, 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 far away, because I want to be like Sway. I want to have all the answers every day, but I don't. I'm confused as fuck. I'm tired of Trump. I'm down on my luck. I want to make money. I want to flow. I want to be musty. That's not a go. So I'm going to listen to the friend zone so I don't have a musty brain. You heard what I'm saying. Back again with another one. It's the friend zone. Pick up the fun. I really want to say that poem thing that I was thinking about, but I can't say oh, that. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> that's what you I, I cannot say that. And that's all I've been thinking about. I'm sorry that you <laughs> She said something. Uh, 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 don't, don't say it. Don't say you it. You can't. Don't say it. Oh, I can't. The brand no, will be tainted. It. Don't say it. I can't say anything uh, uh, at all. Uh, 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 
In fact, you've already said too much, <laughs> which means I can say this. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I was about to just bust out laughing. See how we love you? We're like, nope, no, you can't. Hey, well, you know, I would have dealt with it either way. Well, you know? that being said, welcome to the Friend Zone, <laughs> your weekly look into all things mental health, mental hygiene. Because who in the hell besides who? Redacted wants a musty brain? <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? <laughs> Question. So I just came out the bathroom, right? Full disclosure, I had to go do the number one before I came in here. Oh, I was like, and how so, honest are yeah, you well, about you to know, get? But you know, I always feel like that's a little bit too much me and you when it comes to like <laughs> using the bathroom and all that. But anyway, y'all just need to know what room I was in for the rest of this to make sense. But it's like all these books in the bathroom at the studio, like good. good books. I love that. Right? You know, I'll I don't, be in there. I, I don't read them. I'm scared right. to you, touch the books because I feel like everybody that was in here reading them has poop in or, the or had e- the time to read them. Or you know even, what I'm saying? Like, even just like you while doing the number one, stop to maybe reach over and look. That's why I always look at them books like, hmm. I just, that's all I do is look like, at them. Just look. And I just feel like, damn, I don't know. This, that's all. It's like these would be perfect if they weren't in the fucking in bathroom. In the bathroom. If they were like sitting on the table outside, cool, perfect. And there's so many other seating areas that could accommodate literature. Absolutely. Like so many. I mean, the bathroom is a perfect place Get for literature. Get the books out the damn Just bathroom. Not, right, this public bathroom. <laughs> Imagine you go to use the Starbucks bathroom or Target or wherever, and oh. they have, like, books in there. It's like, what are you doing in here? You are not supposed mm-mm, to be here this long. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's why the books are it's like, we are not supposed to be here this long. Mm-mm. Anyway. <laughs> right? Don't no bathroom about, shame. I'm not. No, you are supposed to be in there that long, but, like, in your bathroom. So when right. you see the books <laughs> in the public bathroom, it's like, why? Some good books, though. They're they're great books. I that's mean, why I'm like, why books. are they there? I guess that's why I feel affected. Because <laughs> in my core, I would like to read the books. I'm an avid reader. You know what I'm saying? I've been reading since I was two and a half years old. So, like, I yes. You are so call my mother. <laughs> so, like, you know, like, but I would like to I would like to enjoy the books, but I can't. I can't. It's, it's like a tease. It is. A mental tease. My mind fuck. <laughs> So mad at y'all. That's what it is. What would be, what what would a mental thought be like a T H O T? A mental thought? Yeah. Like a crazy thought. Don't look bitch. at me. No, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, what would it be? Like, you know, like a, no. oh. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, you know, what would it and be? And then like and it's like, a reflection it coming up off your iPad right now on your face. <laughs> I'm like, not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, what would it be? My like, yeah, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at y'all. So, Get him with the shoulders. <laughs> Still our man. Still our man. Shout out to everybody. Fuck it. This is what I found in the Twitter stream. It's a general, you know, forthcoming. Shout out to everybody that agree with my best case scenario response for Fran in that unfortunate situation. Oh my that god! She All the, yes. the tweets have me done. Shout out to everybody that understood. Did you exactly see there were literally uh, like a hundred and eighty responses? The mountain. To yep. that. <laughs> Shout out to y'all for understanding how to get that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's what you have to do. Sometimes you got to step on it like you're driving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So for those who missed it, on last week's show, we discussed intersectionality. No, he was already starting. You're not going to do the rest of No. Oh. You're not going to <laughs> You're not going to We have to remember there are new listeners that right, are like, that what? I don't know what the hell oh. we're talking about. <clears throat> my bad, y'all. Well, hey, y'all. My name is Sky <laughs> from the Black Ink Crew. I'm waiting on my promotion over here. 
I wish y'all could see it. So, you know, I'm just sitting here waiting for Fran to say the name. Fran, who? 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 I turned into an owl. She was. <laughs> she's so pretty. She looked, but she looked just like Kenya Martin in the face. Oh my God! Who's that? Wasn't she? No, Kenya Martin's she a basketball player. Google him. You must have forgotten. Don't look. No, I'm not googling okay. it. No. <laughs> he, she looks just like Kenya Martin. She does. So. And they look like they could be siblings. Is what I'm saying. It's the weirdest thing ever. And they both have tattoos. It's weird. They look just alike, like brother and sister. Asante's Googling, I see on his phone. <laughs> right. Because he's he ready to laugh and talk I'm shit. I'm ready to show I'm friends. just saying they look like Asante <laughs> is laughing at that. Well, if because he, <laughs> it, it, Fran, Why don't, I can't <laughs> say Sky look like Kenyon Martin without Asante I'm about laughing? To, I'm look about at to, him. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, he is tickled. Shoulders just as shaking. Y'all should see this boy. <laughs> you lucky AT&T look at is throttling me right now. <laughs> AT&T uh, is not about to put up with my bull. That's slowing down your wife. Okay. So on last week's show, we discussed um, intersectionality. No, you're not going to show me intersectionality. Am I lying? Am I lying? No, why are you showing me? Am I lying, Asante? <laughs> you know what? Don't they look alike? For I don't them? know. They look like they can be sitting. Because I'm not look looking. Look over to the left. <laughs> you're going to look at this phone, Fran. You know what? Fine. You don't got to look at the phone. Tweet, friends, side by no, side. No, don't tweet do at that. <laughs> No, because that's going to start circulating. No, don't tweet them to Fran. Tweet them to a sign. I already know what they look like. I got the pictures right here. Y'all don't make a meme of that. Oh, my God. And I'm saying this with love. love Right. We love Sky. I love Sky. I love Sky. I love Sky. And if I ever fall in love again, I will be sure that the lady is a friend. So true, so true, baby. I will be sure that the lady just like you. You better not do it. You know what? Now that y'all are singing, we did not discuss how dope the new edition movie was. Oh, Oh, yeah, we didn't. And you said it, and I was like, we're going to go back to it. BET really surprised me. And you know what? It was about time. We've needed something like perfect casting, the kids. First of all, the, the kids. kids. Yes. Let me tell you something. Whoever oh cast God. that young Bobby Brown, Knows what oh they, they need a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The whole movie. They do. Because that, that was like Because even the nailed. older Bobby Brown, I think, mm-hmm. oh my God. Thing, when he was doing reenacting the music yes. video. Yeah, that movie was good. It I want was. them to do more. Who would you want them to do next? Mm, I don't know. Oh, who been through some bullshit? <laughs> a Lauren Hill movie would be good. The Fugees. The problem is we would never know the truth because if we leave it up to Lauren, here we go. It'll here never we go. come out. First of all, <laughs> second waiting. of all, which if she did finally <laughs> deliver the documents, it would be so many omittances and so much shit that that she reimagined and shit. Should, uh, Lauren Hill, <sighs> you ask her for her for her life story, she'll get you beaches. You'd be like, bitch, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm you was so with Wyclef, not Bette Midler. <laughs> so, you know, I just, 
No, it would be good, but I know it'll never happen. <sighs> yeah, she's going to talk you into them being the same thing. Hmm? <laughs> she's going to talk you into those two being the same thing, Wycliffe and Bette Midler. <laughs> oh, my God, y'all. I ain't touching that one, though. Because <laughs> one of those things is absolutely not like the other one. Wycliffe dropped a project. Did you be? I don't know. It's probably good. He makes good music. <laughs> I know. I didn't. I know. I know. I didn't hear it yet. I just saw the banner. Was he on Was Spotify. he naked on that motorcycle again? Remember when he did what? that bullshit? No. You don't remember when Wycliffe? Y'all don't remember that? <laughs> Every Now, this, you can tweet them. Everybody pull no. up that picture. Oh no. My God. Pull up that picture I'm of Wycliffe that. on that motorcycle and send it to Asante right like, now. But naked? No. Enough. He may have had on like a brief, but that was it. He's literally like, you know, just on top of, he's on like a ninja bike. Okay. Yeah. So. But Wyclef (laughs) makes great music and homework. We haven't done this in quite some time. The song that I want you guys to look up is actually called What About the Baby? And it's by Wyclef Jean featuring Mary Jane Blige. Really? And you will love it. Listen to it. What about the baby? I mm-hmm. never heard that. Listen to it, y'all. <laughs> so. What's happening? What's happening? Asante. What's happening in? <laughs> Who stood out to Deep you? Deep World's a masterpiece. <sighs> I would like to go on ahead and shout out Haya Bashir. I hope that I am saying your name correctly. Sorry she you emailed. Were sneezing. Oh, my. She emailed the friend zone, <laughs> and the subject is too many identities. This last episode of The Friend Zone really hit me. As a black female who is the child of Muslim immigrants, there are a lot of identities that I am juggling with all the time. Mm -hmm. Being a black Muslim immigrant and growing up in a predominantly white town leaves me feeling excluded from the often monolithic identity of blackness. However, I don't believe in Islam anymore, which excludes me from that community as well. One thing I try and take with me is that I need to learn to hold my identities in one hand and be strong in knowing who I am in the other. My oppression is tied up in the oppression of all people, whether it be religious, racial, gender, economic, environmental, etc. My complex identity helps me see that, and therefore I am willing to fight for everyone. We are not free until we are all free. So, I love her. Yeah, that was, uh, that was dope. I really like that. I think that a lot of us forget, you know, we ourselves have a lot going on, so we need to also remember that other people have a lot going on. When we're like, you know, where were you when... So it's like, you know, I can't be there for everybody's fight, but, you know, I'm there with you in spirit. I really liked last week's episode. I did, too. I loved it. Right? And I don't want her to feel like she has to figure all that shit out because she doesn't. Not at all. All she has to do is 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 when she says she has to have her identities in one hand and who she is in the other hand, you can go ahead and put your hands together and clap to the beat because that's the same thing. And so you don't have to figure anything out. You don't have to prioritize any of your identities. You are who you are. And you obviously have a good handle on on figuring out the different parts and different dynamics of who you are. Celebrate them all and enjoy yourself along the way. And as long as you keep thinking things through the way that you did to even write that letter to us, she'll be fine. I like her. Yeah, you know, I uh, did a post last week about, like, taking time out to yourself and kind of pressing pause and resetting with everything that's going on. And I mentioned... In my caption on Instagram, I was like, the state of the world is one thing and the state of your world is another. And a girl, I think it was on Tumblr, um, she was responded and was like, well, you know, marginalized people can't say the same because it's all the same. And I was like, it, it, I think it's that mentality of her response that can be dangerous mm-hmm. because it makes marginalized people feel like they are always having to fight. 
and the guilt of taking a time off, you know, from always being angry or being this constant revolutionary. Yeah, like James Baldwin said, to be woke is to basically be angry all the time. Yes, that's true, but it's okay. That's why, like, watching... Uh, little women of ATL <laughs> or whatever, like whatever you need to do sometimes to make yourself laugh. Turn on, <laughs> like, turn on your diffuser, turn on, and <laughs> Dustin's over here cracking up. Whatever you have to do to make yourself tap out of your reality and tap into someone else's sometimes. That's why I had to kind of start backing off of the talk about distractions because sometimes distractions are helpful. Obviously not all the time. <laughs> you do need to kind of face your reality at some point because it'll always be there. But I think it's dangerous to tell marginalized people or make them feel like they don't have the right to have two separate worlds from the fight and from their inner world to just relax sometimes. Even now you're seeing with welfare um, and uh, what is it? Well, um, I can't remember what it's called. EBT. Mm-hmm. They're saying you're not allowed to buy snacks or, you know, trying to decide, like, what food marginalized people should be paying for. How are you to decide my groceries for me? You know, those snacks could be an emotional thing that kind of helped me (laughs) get through the day. I understand the health aspect, but I also know that our government is not worried about anybody's health. (laughs) That's not the angle, you know what I mean? It's just a controlling thing. So I think all those things tied into each other. So that's why it kind of rubbed me the wrong way when the girl brought that up, as if marginalized people don't have the ability to separate. I think we have the right, and we should take time out to separate from our fight sometimes. Just something to think about. For sure. Right? But Kira Schilling on SoundCloud said, Those acts of kindness to the next person is what changes the world. Although protests are necessary on a grand scale, that smile to a stranger might have just changed their day. And this is how I try to live my life daily. Yes. And y'all know I love that. I hope I pass her tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, because I was saying last week that I'm kind of protested out. And even just being on the internet, like I, I've kind of tapped out of that too. And it's not because I'm trying to be oblivious to what's going on, but I just, I can't hang. Nope. You know, like I've been like... My sleep patterns have changed. My stress levels are starting to get a little bit higher. Everyone around me is so nervous and anxious, and the energy right now is just like, whoa. It's stressful, and I think self-care right now is like top priority, whatever that means for you. For sure. Right, Dustin? You were telling us what you found on the (laughs) Twitter stream. Hey, I'm done. That was it? Yep. Everybody (laughs) that agreed with that scenario because you had to be insightful. (laughs) <laughs> you had to be forthright. You had to be steadfast, <laughs> unmovable, okay, in order to understand and get my meaning. And so those of you that did are exceptional and extraordinary, and you deserve praise. And that's what you're going to get today. So you've got it. You've got the whole segment. I am completely done. We can move on to what's next. <laughs> so on this week's show, we want... <laughs> I wish I could see Dustin's face. Okay. <laughs> On this week's show, we wanted to talk about psychological projection, also known as projection defense mechanism. So I'm going to give you guys a definition <laughs> before we jump into it's my right, the topic that we're going to discuss today. 
So psychological projection is a defense mechanism people subconsciously employ in order to cope with difficult feelings or emotions. Psychological projection involves projecting undesirable feelings or emotions onto someone else rather than admitting to or dealing with the unwanted feelings themselves. So that's the definition. You're not my real mom. (laughs) You're not my mom. (laughs) (laughs) So we were discussing Beyonce's pregnancy pictures. Oh, my God. First of all, congratulations. Oh my she God. looks so beautiful. Times two. <laughs> Times two. And a baby for a boob. I'm but sorry. It, <laughs> I love the maternity shoot, by oh the way. Oh my gosh, so she good. looks amazing and no more questions. Hello. Right? Yes, she's pregnant. Yes, they slide out of her. And yes, yes, she can breathe underwater. That's right. <laughs> and look good during it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How you doing? But we noticed that it it, it stirred up. A lot of hatred. As, hatred. As Beyonce normally does. I like the shimmy. Okay. Um, it started up so much controversy. Obviously, Beyonce just seems to have that effect on people because she's just so great. And greatness tends to negatively affect people. And why is that? Because of projection. <laughs> and there were a lot of think pieces. We're not surprised there. But there was a think piece. What do you call them, Dustin? Stink pieces. <laughs> there was a stink piece where someone was saying how Beyonce's pregnancy picture triggered her. And triggered her because she had just been dealing with a miscarriage. Hmm. And was struggling with you know, giving birth and having children of her own. And so she said... Beyonce is not the only pregnant woman, obviously, that she has seen on her timeline. But she was basically like the straw that broke the camel's back because it's just been too much. She couldn't take it anymore. And it made her want to write this piece about people needing to be careful about what they post because it can be hurtful to others. Mm. Now, obviously, that is a psychological projection. Right. Clearly, she's having these difficult emotions because of the difficulty it is to deal with a miscarriage, infertility. A lot of women know what that feels like, and it is a very tough thing to confront. But instead of accepting that that is her current situation, she decided to somehow turn it into a piece about Beyonce's birth and pictures and just women sharing the beauty of giving birth. And even saying we have to be mindful of what we post because it can hurt others. So what do y'all think of that? First of all, psychological projection. How often do you see that in general? Do you do it? Well, I spend a lot of time on the Internet, um, and I see it every time I'm on the Internet. All day. Um, That's really all people do on the Internet. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're not cracking jokes or... Um, engaging in, you know, combative online behavior with somebody you know in real, real life, then most people are projecting like a, like a screen. You hear me? That's what they do. They put it off on other people, all their insecurities, all their hurt, all their pain, and some of it, understandably so. Like this young lady that wrote this stink piece, you know, she had just been through some bullshit. She had just miscarried. That's a terrible, traumatic thing for a woman to go through. Absolutely. And it's a very sensitive, touchy subject. 
uh, with a lot of different um, consequences, a lot of different implications, just a lot of different emotions involved. So I feel for her, and I don't even have a womb. You know what I'm saying? But I feel for her. That's a terrible loss to experience. What the fuck do Beyonce got to do with any of that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Where did that part come into play? If you want to, we we she could have written a piece about being triggered by things that she saw online and how it affected, and just simply told her story and never have included Beyonce's name, never have included anything relative to her even seeing Beyonce. She could have simply written about how she felt, not about what happened. That part was intentional on her behalf. She wanted the clickbait. She wanted somebody to look at her stuff. So she figured the one thing that I can do is say something um, against Beyonce in some way, but I'll shroud it in the safety of talking about miscarrying, which is something that's Make too it sensitive like a general and touchy conversation. that people will not willfully disrespect or attack me. Well... Not today, because we actually read your article. We actually saw what it was about, which was actually nothing. And you were full of hot air. And once people got a hold to it and laid that belt across your ass on the Internet, now you want to issue a retraction. And now you want to say, oh, I was wrong. You know, she pulled a, um, what's the, the, the lady that um, looks like Quilted Northern? <laughs> That said that Odell Beckham once trying to fuck her and he he wasn't even oh looking at her. Oh, Lena What's her Dunham. name? Lena Dunham's. Quilted Lena Dunham's, right? So, <laughs> with an S. Lena Dunham's. So, like the sporting goods store, Dunham's. Discount like sports. Y'all don't remember Lena Dunham's? It was a store called Dunham's in Michigan. It was a sporting goods store. You could get hunting, <laughs> camping, fishing equipment and Big old rubber Kimbrell boots and Lena and, Dunham's. And they used to call them shit <laughs> like kickers. Added like, the S. Yeah. Like, right, like Lee Dunderese, yeah. Lena Dunham's. <laughs> Lena Dunham's with an S. That's the one. <laughs> so just like what she did, said something that she thought people were just gonna let fly. And then once people held her ass to the fire, now you wanna issue a retraction and now you get it. Well, that's cool if you're sincere and if you've really learned from this. But 20 bucks, my bucks say you haven't, and you just don't want nobody fucking with you in these streets anymore. So another thing that I find interesting really quickly before we go on to the opinions of my beautiful (laughs) co-hosts, another thing I like to bring attention to is the fact that this was actually quite hypocritical. This girl that you're talking about, um, she runs a media outlet, Mm -hmm. and she said that she's triggered by... She said that people need to be more conscious of the things that they post because it could be triggering for someone else. Right. The first article I see on her website says, Copenhagen Fashion Week. Clothes, parties, oodles of rye bread. So we've already triggered homeless people that don't have no clothes to wear. We've already triggered people who are in impoverished conditions that don't have shoes, don't have coats that are cold. We've triggered all of them clothes, parties. We've triggered people who are socially awkward, people who have all types of fears and phobias about being around other people. We didn't trigger the virgins because she said parties. So, okay. Next article. Next article. Next uh, next article. Next article. Real, and and this one, I even had to laugh at. I quote. How many more of these do you have? It, it don't matter. No, this I, one right here I is going to go about to do right go- now. So are we going there with Dustin <laughs> Ross? Oh, oh yeah, we already we already in there. Going there with Dustin Ross. <laughs> here we go. Next article. I quote: Real cool people, comma, real cool apartments, cat type of dolos or whatever this bitch name is. Real cool people, real cool apartments. 
all three of our asses live in New York City. <laughs> have you ever been able to just pick a cool apartment and go get it since you've been living in this here month? In this, this here municipality? Ha, 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 have you? Have you? I am triggered when I think about I the hell I went through with my black ass, okay, had to put in apps and get turned away. I'm triggered. I'm not cool because I don't have no apartment like she got. Hmm? Is that what you're trying to say to me? Oh. <laughs> I am completely done. I have nothing else for her. She is hypocritical. She is upset because she is very, very ugly inside. And it came out. And she caught herself when everybody told her they was going they was going to catch her outside. How about that? Then you know she went to retract what she said. <laughs> and I just I guess the reason why I'm so upset on a serious note is because it's so disgusting that she used something as sensitive as miscarriage to get some clicks when really that wasn't even what she was saying. And I just hate that. That's disgusting to me. So for that, we gonna cuss her ass out up here on today. On today. Sante. I didn't read the article, but just hearing about somebody mad with Beyonce and they were triggered because of their miscarriage. You know, Beyonce, she's talked about her miscarriages, you know, so it's not even like she's just up here saying, that's right, pregnant for all the bitches out here that can't get. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that would be rude and disrespectful. If she did something like that, I would understand all of this. But when she's just dropping some pictures and is happy, she didn't have to give us nothing. Beyonce did not give us one photo with Blue. So it's like she didn't have to give us True. shit. And that. and so for those of us that wanted to rejoice and be happy and glad that we got to, you know, as fans, experience such a joyous moment with someone we love very much. You know, we talk about Beyonce almost every day. Like sometimes I get up, say my prayers, and Beyonce might fall in there somewhere. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's sweet. You know, I mean, you know, she gives <laughs> oh. us the strength some days. She gives <laughs> So, so when somebody wants to come out and say something really crazy, I know people are like, oh, Beyonce's not paying you to do any of this. Yeah, she's not. But, you know, she's just worked so hard and been so great at what she's done. We've gravitated towards that. And so it's like we can see the character behind that. And I think sometimes when you can see people's character, you can understand people. It's like you shouldn't think that there's any ill will behind what they're doing. So when you're doing this think piece, like Dustin said, it would have been great had she put this out saying, I wish people in general would be more mindful of what they post and why. And just, you know, went down the line of things that have triggered her and stuff like that. Maybe A1, you know, that that might be something. But to just start, we have to hold these people accountable for, you know, what they post and what they put out there. Hold yourself accountable. Log off. No one, you're not, your hand is not glued to the phone or the computer screen or the twit box. Like, you know, you can, me, I had to teach that to myself. Like, when I see something out, like, all right, I can just X this out. I can mute. I can unfollow. Like, I'm not being held hostage. And in that situation, it might, you know, when you're triggered, you might feel fucked up in the moment and it might fuck up your day. But sometimes you can't put off what's happening to you onto other people, let alone a whole community or a whole, like, media, like any any of that. I feel like a lot of that's unreasonable at times. If it If she was directly affected, like, you know, I don't know if something caused her to have this miscarriage that she saw on the, the the computer. Maybe it would be a different conversation. But as far as what we're talking about right now, Beyonce has done nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel like it's kind of, it's, it sucks when you're a celebrity or you're an artist even, and you want to share anything. And the moment that you share, you get criticized for whether it be good or bad. 
Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people, especially, were angry because Beyonce is a black woman celebrating and bringing some joy to our communities who have been marginalized communities in general have been on edge the past couple of weeks with all of these executive orders. And I know there are people that are like, come on, Beyonce mentioning babies is not on the same scale. And you know what? It's not. But any news. piece of joy that we Good can news. latch on to right now. Come on, come on with it. Come you know, on. like even just seeing her beautiful self just looking so awesome with the flowers and the veil like I, right now I'm like listen anyone being happy and celebrating good news is a win for all of us at this point and I'm cool with that you know so I think that was the hardest part and I think it would have been so impactful if the writer of the article would have, would have created a post for women dealing with those same after effects mm-hmm. of a miscarriage to kind of be like, hey, you're not alone. Right. This mm-hmm. is something that I went through. Let's talk about it. I don't understand why she had to bring in someone's joyous occasion and compare that because there is no comparison. That's to- two totally different situations, you know? And it would have been a beautiful thing on her end to share the feelings and layers that she's kind of like sifting through right mm-hmm. now because that's people attached to emotional threads like that and it would have had a whole different impact so many women would have been like oh my god thank you Beyonce might have reached out to her and be like girl I went through that myself yeah and she could even use Beyonce as an example of the fact that it doesn't end there exactly because Beyonce had this similar struggle and she's had blue since then Mm -hmm. now she's blessed with twins if anything that could have been the the happy ending of the article like Wow, look, she's proof that we don't have to fear that, you know, our fertility problems are forever. And And it could have been a whole different wave, you know? So it's all perspective, too, on how you choose to flip situations and stories. Asante's over here with a point. No, (laughs) no, it's not a point. It's just something real. Like, can I just say, when I saw the picture, thank you so much, Dustin Ross, for the text. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, One of the... (laughs) People are going to talk about me. One of the first things that I thought about was how black women in media, there were these conversations kind of being started or just being had about uh, fertility with black women. When we were talking about Tammy Roman on Basketball Wives LA, and she was talking about how she couldn't have anymore or how, you know, what a struggle it was, and she had just went through a miscarriage on screen. Then uh, Dr. Jackie, and then now on Married to Medicine, obviously, I always comes back to that. (laughs) You know, Married to Medicine. Oh, my (laughs) God. It's just that there there are literally black women all around dealing with this issue. And so I thought about, I immediately thought about Jackie and Tammy and all these people that we see in the media. And I was like, good. Like, you know, Beyonce showing them, like, you know, I have blue, but I can also have two more on top of that. Like, it's not, that's it ain't over, just like you were saying. Yeah. So that is, to me, that's a, 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 um, a view on perspective, like how you choose to approach situations. And that has everything in the world to do with with your mind, the space that your mind is in. She saw it negatively. She saw it as a, I'm going to create a post that attacks this woman's amazing situation. And, you know, but that's something I think people should be mindful of. When you Mm. are going to write a think piece, where don't. is this coming from? The <laughs> no, <laughs> <Don't>. right <laughs> post privately, <laughs> save to draft. That was right. funny. Like, don't write. Write it in your journal. Get right. it out. That's right. the most think pieces belong in diaries. To be honest, <laughs> I, that's what it is. And, and to keep it real with you, I'm glad we talk about journaling so much because a lot of feelings and things don't have to be on the internet. 
They don't. True. I mean, it I'm, doesn't make them any less real. Exactly. To not be on the internet for Ex- someone else to read. It's still valid. It's still how you feel. And I Come can on. guarantee you, don't nobody give a fuck. <laughs> In either space. I can guarantee In, in either space. <laughs> Offline, online. And the results of journaling will probably bring you way more answers than a bunch of strangers on the internet who are most likely going to tell you to shut up or attack you. Right. what you look like. You know. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but that's one thing. And then okay. the projection I was aspect. just about to ask. Yeah. I, uh, so do you project? Do I project? Mm-hmm. No. Um... I don't think I do it as much anymore. Mm. I don't but I think that's I think yeah, I'm sure in the past I have to have. I think it's a it's a human trait in oh, a lot I've of ways. I've never done that. No? In I my project. life. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to be like, no, I haven't when but, I'm sure that I have. But I, mean, I think see, because my mind right now, the person I am today sitting on this couch, I try to see the best in people, so it's rare that I'm going to project a right. negative but thought. But isn't that projecting? Someone. Does projecting always have to be negative? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, then. Well, because it's a defense mechanism. Right. You know, it's you not facing unwanted feelings, so then you put that on someone mm-hmm. else. That's literally but, but the can, definition. But can seeing the best in people. Like a, a positive projection? I mean, I guess it is still negative if you are projecting positivity, but it ain't really there. Like. I mean, well, that's, I called, that's called delusion. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, called dating. All right, well, right. then I don't project. I'm delusional. <laughs> right, I've been living right. in my own little world. Just, I don't know, wanting good and all that all the time. Even but you know when what? You're right, though. But that's you're, not... I can see what Asante's saying, though, because there are times, like, like with me with dating, where I'll date someone's potential, and in right. a way that's me projecting onto them... Who I think they need to be to date me. <laughs> Cause see, I'm trying instead to instead of just finding what I need. But I don't know that that's like negative projection. It's not an unwanted feeling. Right. But it's something I'm dealing with though, most likely. Right. That's like, why I'm like, how when are I'm... you dealing with wanting somebody that's some good instead of a no good ass man? Cause then why don't you go get the dude that already has it as opposed to trying to change? Well, yeah, friend. <laughs> Ain't question. nobody find a nigga. That's why you ain't with a guy, though. What you mean? Ain't none. Shit. Who? We are all. Yeah. Go ahead, Jinx. You owe me a Coke, damn it. I will. <laughs> no, because, you know, I just, I don't. No, it's a good question, though. Is projection only in the negative? I think it is. Me too. I mean, it very well could be. You know, I don't really know. Words, I just, Crystal's teaching me that words mean things. So I'm right. really trying to get a hold of my comprehension on things. Yeah, right? no, that's, I think it's a great question. And I feel like I'm moving in this phase right now where I'm trying to learn, uh, I'm trying to learn what things mean for me and to me. And so I get stuck a lot in my own world, right? And so while doing that, I don't want to say, okay, well, since I'm on my journey and my path, when I meet people along the way, I know I know going into it, everybody's where they're at. Mm-hmm. But I want to say, when somebody does something wrong, or is it wrong? Is it? It's not relative. Like, or am I projecting that it's wrong because of where I'm at? In a Absolutely. lot of absolutely. And um, because what is right or wrong? Exactly. That's, based That's on your reality. Relative. Yeah. And so then mm-hmm. I fall into is this projecting when I'm thinking to myself, "Ooh, that's dangerous territory." I'm not gonna say that out loud. Like, like, let's say, and this is an example. Let's say, would I be projecting if I was, to, uh, had side with Chrisette Michelle? Like, not be like, oh, I think she's right, 
But if I were to be like, well, <laughs> I can kind of. I told you it was an example. No, I'm trying to. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not even like listen. But do you I'm like? But do you kind of going with this? <laughs> like, like let's see. Let's say if I was to be like, okay, well, I I don't think what Chrisette was said was bad because what she did, her intent was this. Like maybe what she did was wrong. I'm bear with me. I'm trying right, to make this right. work. Um, what she did was stupid, but her intent behind it was right. Like, is that still a form of projecting? Because it's like, you know what the fuck she did was wrong, even though you're trying to say her intent was this. Not to if- me. To me, projecting would be if someone saying that they hated that stupid-ass decision that Chrisette Michelle made, if that triggered them because they had been around a person that had very strong opinions about, like, black issues, and they hated that person. And so because you have a strong opinion about something that's a black issue, now they start arguing with you based on their feelings toward that other person. That's projection. Then they start just purposely fucking with you and disagreeing with you and disrespecting you and antagonizing you because they see that other person when they're looking at you. So they're projecting that shit. Or they themselves, you know, they don't like this. They don't want to have, like, this. They those kind of strong feelings in themselves, but they really do. And so because you have them and you're vocal about them, then they start purposely, like, you know, refuting anything that you say or whatever. Hmm. So that's projection. Well, well, do you project? Yeah, probably. Not I mean, me be in the project, I mean, Asante. Do you project? <laughs> I mean, do I do project? do that. I, I, right. I feel like, yes, I project. Uh, there have been situations, just, just because of, like I said, I'm in that point where I'm, like, really gaining understanding of self. So when you meet people sometimes or you're having conversations, you can be, I can come across as judgmental, and I don't even mean to be. And I Same might be here. projecting just because, like, when I say I don't mean to be, my interaction might be like, no, but you mean to be. <laughs> so I'm like actually not like hitting the way that I wanted to hit when I'm talking to people sometimes. And so I'm like wondering to myself, well, you know, am I consciously hating on them? Because I knew better, <laughs> but did I do better? And that's see, I think the fact that you can even ask yourself that is important. Because yeah. I remember there was a situation where someone was like, oh, something I had said, they thought that it was judgmental and for me the thing about me is if you tell if you like call me out on something i'm not gonna be like what no you know me i'm like really well what okay tell like what was judgmental about that and then when i asked them that i think they were surprised (laughs) that i was that i was like cool to ask right so it made them have to think about what it was that i said that was judgmental and suddenly they didn't have a response would you look at that and I was like, well, if you don't have an example, you don't, you're not telling me, then where's the judgment? And then through us talking through it, they realized that it wasn't that what I said was judgmental, is that they feel like I have so many parts of my life together, quote unquote, that me connecting to something that we were talking about, where I was like saying that I had that together, mm-hmm. made them feel like it was a judgment call. When it wasn't, it was just me embracing something I had worked through. Mm-hmm. But because they hadn't worked through it in that moment, it felt like an arrogance or a judgment call. But that's why I'm saying you have to be cautious because the same way someone like Beyonce or anyone who's like celebrating something, if you haven't achieved that or haven't worked through that, when they're celebrating that, you can't hold it, hold it against them and make them feel bad for mm, it. That is literally textbook hating. 
Right, and Literally. that's dirty projection. <laughs> that well, is textbook I'm, being I'm a, dirty, a hater. And I'm I think there. the internet does that a lot. And All I've suffered from that a lot. Like, even with this show, I've had people be like, one thing that comes up again, like a lot will be, and not as much anymore, actually. I think people have finally fallen into the rhythm of our personalities. But I remember early on, it was always, oh, I feel like Dustin and Asante hold back a lot because Fran and her personality or I'm so judgmental of who you guys are. And I'm like, are you kidding? Do you not hear how much we laugh on this show? If anyone's holding back, it's because we only have two hours <laughs> to get through the segment. for the first hour. <laughs> and it's never like me judging anybody. I, I wouldn't be on a show if I felt like my co-hosts were, but, you know, like, you know why what? would you be on a show with people you judge? People don't sit and take the time to ask themselves in any moment, like, what does this really mean? Like, whether it be something that they're listening to. Because if you're just hearing us, you can only get, like, half the emotion because sometimes yeah you can't even see us so half the time we be in here holding our mouths to not laugh on and maybe you catch the silence so imagine, and think it's judgment but it's really us holding back our so imagine reading like tweets can't. and stuff right like people just don't make that connection sometimes people will read a tweet back what well, did you see? even in emails sometimes you don't know what the tone of things can be in emails and you could just be like, did this person mean? Because that's not. Oh, remember that's we you, did that the other day. <laughs> you got to be careful with all these damn accusations. You know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes Especially when you don't know someone. You don't. And when you're accusing me of something, right, all you're really trying to do is, like, confirm your opinion. You're really not trying to, you know, because, like, if I'm telling you how I feel about something and you listen to the show and you accuse me of something else, when I've literally made a declaration, right? This is how I feel. You know what I'm saying? You really, that's kind of like, you can't dispute that. And so you kind of just want to accuse me of something and then confirm your opinion. Right, you know what I'm and creating it it's a whole just story so on your own. It's so unnecessary. Like, yeah. I, I'd like to, I like the... I like the comfort of not having to figure certain shit out. Sometimes if I'm being entertained by something, if, I, if I've decided to allow someone or something to educate me, there's a buy-in involved. I'm not questioning certain things because I've already decided I'm getting ready to listen to this. I'm getting ready to experience this. I'm seeking this from that. So... All of that listening and trying to like find a, a you know a dis- uh, inaccuracy or like a discrepancy of some sort, I've just never understood that. It's so problematic. That's so and it common is too. Literally projection. That's what you're doing. You're projecting on us based off of your feelings about whatever we're discussing. Right. It's quite immature. And it makes it hard. I think that's why I think people tend to play small or kind of dim yeah. themselves That's a little a, you just know for the com- yeah for the comfort of people around them because otherwise let's say there are things you have worked through or things you have accomplished things that you feel yourself you're amazing at you can't really say that in a lot of spaces because people will be like oh girl no because she you know she's so judgmental or she's so arrogant or she's this and it's like no she's just happy with the shit that she's worked through and there's really nothing wrong with that that's a beautiful thing literally throwing out happy charges yeah like (laughs) you should you should support your peers that are doing amazing and and have figured certain parts of their lives out or excelling in certain career paths so that they don't feel bad sharing that so that people who may like the girl said in the post about beyonce 
be careful what you post because you don't know who you're hurting. So my happiness is hurting you. That's not a mm-hmm. good thing. And you should probably reflect on that. It's not <laughs> fair. It's not fair. Talk space, right? Please. What people should be doing is being conscious of what they say and what they put out there anyway. If you're a person that's had some experiences that haven't been so great, you remember what that felt like and you know that other people are going through those same things. And so you try to make it easier for other people or whoever's coming after you. If you're doing that and you're conscious and aware of the things that you're doing and saying, you should then be able to make celebratory statements without guilt because you know that you weren't like malice and malicious rather in your intent. You know what I'm saying? You were just celebrating that moment. It gets cloudy when people haven't been so nice or they haven't always been so considerate. And then that's when you get the the appearance of it being braggadocious or it being, you know, right. something pompous or whatever. So really it just dials back to you always being, you know, aware of what you're doing and what you're putting out there and taking advantage of the opportunity to consider somebody else's experience. I think about things that I've gone through and how I felt and I, ca- I taper and cater the things that I say based on that. I remember how it feels to go through certain things. I'm going through shit right now. Right. And I'm aware of that when I'm dealing with other people. So if a, more people would do that, I think we all could be able to, you know, sit down together and have lunch and shit. So. <laughs> I remember when my heart broke. So what advice do you have, Asante, for people who may not be realizing that they're projecting on other people, their unwanted Bill. feelings? You One know, example, too, just for those listening that maybe haven't, fully process what projection means no it was saying someone who steals a lot you know or is joanne (laughs) right (laughs) someone who's joanne the scammerish they tend to be the ones that are are more fearful of being robbed or always clutching their purse you know because they have that in their head it's almost like a distrust of self creates a distrust Mm. of others so that's a, mm. a thing of projection, too, that you have to be mindful of. Even in dating, a lot of the things we project on people, we were talking about that, I think, two episodes ago. That's something I'm working through. I'll project a whole lot of shit on men, and they'll be like, dude, I just met you. <laughs> it don't matter. You just like the rest of them. <laughs> like, we do it. We, you know, we definitely do it in different realms of our lives. We're constantly... You right. Right? Projecting... <laughs> We're constantly projecting the movie that's playing in our heads. We're projecting that onto someone else's mind and assuming that they're thinking what we're thinking. They're going to do what we think they're going to do. And it's just not cool. It's dangerous. So what advice do you have for the dirty projectors out there? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a band name. It it actually is. (laughs) Well, for the dirty projectors, when y'all come to New York, I want to come to y'all's show. I want to come. I want to go see the Dirty Projectors perform. That's what Isn't advice that the greatest I have. name. That is a bomb ass name. I like that. <laughs> They're a great cover band too. <laughs> Are they? Mm-hmm. Mm. Go ahead. Um, just I'm all about myself this year, and I just really feel like if you are at a moment of any like negativity or question. Just really take that upon yourself to figure that out. Don't put that off on other people. That's why when I see these think pieces, I always say to myself, like, that's why I said journaling is very important. Some of that think piece you could have just wrote out yourself and worked out yourself. Cause, thought about it by your goddamn self. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, I feel like sometimes, especially, uh, you know, I'm a lazy person, so I get to spend a lot of time with myself. I get to <laughs> work on myself. But a lot of people are busy as fuck, so they don't get the moment that to really time. sit right. and think and talk and write 
and really just say, this is how I'm affected. This doesn't mean that every a lot of other people are being affected by it or having the same effect and now I have to hold other people accountable. Like you, So for those dirty projectors out there, you just have to sit <laughs> yourself down and hold yourself accountable. No matter what it is, if even if you feel like an inkling of something, if somebody if somebody calls you a hater, you might be hating. Think to yourself, it might self, be you. Self, am I hating? And if you feel like, no, nah, I'm not hating, then roll with that. But really ask yourself, like this person, why would this person, this person right here, call me a hater? And if it really is just because they hating and they need to work on something themselves, know that. But if you don't know that, you need to keep questioning that. Question within yourself because sometimes when people cheat. You already have the answer. You already know you've been cheated on. You already know something's wrong. You already, you have the answer. You can fix it. So just spend some time with yourself. And, you know, I actually saw a post about that, something similar, where it said, you know how people use that whole thing of, I told God, (laughs) what is it? I prayed to God to get rid of my enemies and I started losing friends. You know? (laughs) Yes. And I remember someone once in the comments was like, but how do you know it's not you then? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, maybe, maybe they had to shake God you. Damn. And that's some real shit. Uh, imagine the commenter go, hmm. Right? <laughs> the little emoji with the finger on the chin. Yes. But it's real shit. Like, I was like, yo, you know what? That's a side of that that we don't discuss. We're always like, you know, God help me get rid of my enemies. Maybe they have to shake you because you could very well maybe have God, the problem. Sometimes maybe God does help by being silent. sometimes that silence is golden right like god you can't hear me like you ain't doing right yet or like you know i'm I'm trying to tell you what to do you just can't hear me clean that projector yes but that's something for you guys to think about um before you go online and accuse someone of something or assume that someone is assumed juju wrote that story about her but we'll get that later assume something about someone assume a personality trait or how people get along all the different things that people assume about each other you haven't even met the person you don't know the person even if you have met them that's not even a clear indication of anything about that person and make sure that it has not that it's not actually you it's not actually you confronting not confronting these unwanted feelings and then getting defensive when you see those same feelings in someone else or not. <laughs> so, or not. Or not. <laughs> so, or or you see that they've worked through it. Because mm. clearly, we like we said, Beyonce is celebrating that she was able to have kids after this miscarriage. And that's clearly something that the young lady wasn't able to confront. So, y'all, clean your projectors. And next time, shut up. <laughs> that's for real. Just shut up. All she had to do was shut up. <laughs> And we never even would have had to be irritated by this, never have to be interrupted. That was that that think piece, think piece. She retracted it, too. It was good. It's still she there, She said she though. realized that it had absolutely everything to do with her. You know what? And you know what she could have done? Journaled. Truly. Honestly, truly. <laughs> she, it, like I said, she would have just wrote that out and read it back and been and that's like, that's not even disrespectful. Oh like, that's true. I, you know how many times... Before I would get into arguments with people via text, (laughs) I would write it out first, let it sit for 24 hours, and if I still felt the same way the next day, then I would talk about it. And a lot of the times, I would look back and be like, I don't even care about this no more. And I kid you not. It's that impulse. Last year, journaling saved me from cursing out a few folk. Every time. A few folk. You guys got to try that 24-hour rule. I don't even work with no more, but (laughs) a few folk. 
And it just don't matter. It just don't even matter. This here week's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate offers an epic range of pop culture items for less than 20 bucks a month. Whether you're shopping for the geek in your life or if you are that geek in somebody else's life, Loot Crate is the best surprise you know is coming. Every month, there's a different theme and new exclusive items that you can only get with Loot Crate. Treat yourself every month or give the gift of geeking out to a friend or loved one. Roll up your sleeves and get ready to celebrate some of pop culture's most put-together franchises. February's hands-on theme is Build and features Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Batman, Lego Dimensions, and Tetris. And as always, our monthly t-shirt and loot pin. You've got until the 19th at 9 a.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. Make sure to head over to www.lootcrate.com slash friendzone and enter code friendzone to save on any new subscription today. Get your geek on with Loot Crate. <laughs> so let's jump into this week's Wellness segment. Well, 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 well. I want to get through my teeth like hell green. <laughs> I actually, this one's going to be a quick one, and it's going to tie into Asante's Music Man segment. Because I saw, I randomly saw an article that was talking about dopamine and music. Mm. And I was Ooh, like, Ooh. Is that the name of the album? That does sound like it. You know what, Jesse Boykin's, uh, What's up, Jesse? Has an album called Dopamine, <laughs> but um, which you guys should check out. Yeah, check out Jesse Boykin. He's, he's the everything, shit. right? <laughs> so, um, plus, right, shameless plug. <laughs> but it was saying that, which I thought was awesome. It was like the same dopamine hits that we look for in social media, like we discussed on our episode, and in drugs and whatever else gives you that rush, that anticipation. They were saying that everyone has songs that they know the song takes them some to some kind of climax at some point of the song right and but that's true though you know how you have that song where maybe the beat flips at some point oh, and yeah. you know that it's coming and you like wait for it and the anticipation Friend, you know of it dropping or the that drum drop right <laughs> but it was so fascinating to to hear them discuss dopamine in the sense of music cuz i'm like yo that's so true there's songs like i started thinking like, what songs do I play when I know that I need a rush? Because sometimes we have our playlist for, like, the sex playlist or to relax or to clean the house. But what about that playlist when you're feeling, like, a little bit low energy and you need, like, that rush, the dopamine rush? And I was thinking of, like, songs. And the one that popped into my head was N.E.R.D., Sooner or Later. Do you know that yes. song? Yes. You know how in the end when he starts yelling? Yes. He's like, and it's like screaming, but it totally the beat just like flips, and and even in the video, like papers start flying all over the band. He doing in that, and it made me think like, yo, I used to play that song because I would anticipate the rush of that section in the song, and that's so fascinating how we really create these hit these dopamine hits in any way that we can. So I think it'd be cool, and I also wanted to give you guys a free. Uh, wellness segment this week because somebody was like I'm going broke (laughs) (laughs) Kumba oils deodorant I was like okay I'm gonna challenge myself here's a free one give yourself some dopamine hits right but create a playlist of your dopamine hits like those songs that you know there's a chorus or whatever a bridge section 
something in it, an ad lib that you know every time you hear it, it just gives you that rush where you, you know that rush where you're in your living room with your arms up. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> exactly that. And literally, that that's exactly it. <laughs> you just keep going up, it's like, damn. But you know, I, you know, I had to ask, what song can you think of that there's a change in it or something that happens, a beat drop, that it gives you that rush as soon as you hear it? And you know that it's coming, so that's why you play it. Gin in My System by Big Frida. Travis yeah. Scott mm-hmm. featuring Big Sean, Don't Play. Oh, my God. I mean, goddamn, nigga. Okay. You forgot where I came from. I'm from where you can't come, where it ain't none. Where these bitches, these bitches, and they ain't none. So I was like, okay, then, big Jonathan. <laughs> Work by Rihanna and Drake. Ooh. Um, yep. The part when the part when um when when she's singing on that second verse and she be like, uh, what can I say? Yes. <laughs> That's when you go off in the club. <laughs> yeah, for real. Word up. And then Glowed Up, which I've been playing. Ooh, but, uh, Anderson Pack and Yes, mm-hmm, and Kate Trinata. Mm-hmm. You know, I was laughing thinking of Dustin when he was like, I don't really like and that guess kind of And you heard what? it, didn't you? OMG. Guess who they just posted a picture of in the studio together? You talking about eating crow. Who? <laughs> who I'm at, just imagine who. Who? 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 I'm like a. Oh. <laughs> Mary J. Blige was just in the studio with Kate Trinata. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, so now, that's why you're today. smiling when we mentioned yeah, today. So, <laughs> so I am all about Kate Trinata. <laughs> I'm with her or him, right? So you've been swayed. Yes. Well, you know what? Glowed Up by Kate Trinata and Anderson Pack. There's a beat change at like the three-minute mark. Oh, every time it comes on, like I feel these tingles like in the back of my neck so dopamine is very real and I think so when I saw that article it made me feel like you know what I think it'd be cool to create a dopamine like and literally call it the dopamine playlist and have that ready whenever you need those little hits instead of looking for it on social media cultivate those hits in your real life you know and through a playlist I think it's cool cultivate those hits in your real life. Right? Pay attention. You're paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really simple and free. Mm-hmm. And if you're free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know what? Kumba Made actually hit me up. You guys are so awesome. Uh, you guys bought out all the Kumba Made oils at oh, Whole Foods yeah. and totally took the store down online, kumbamade.com. They hit me up like, Happy wow. Right? They hit me up like, wow, we don't know who the hell you are, but thank you. <laughs> so I love that. I love, I was saying that on Twitter. I love the impact we have on indie brands. That to me is a beautiful thing when we can redirect in the in the direction of like helping brands while also helping ourselves because we're trying to swap out of these chemical products. Yeah. Very cool. I'm glad that you guys are excited about things like oils and Get your oils out. <laughs> so that's awesome to me. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Now we're going to... Should we jump into the music, man, since we're talking about music? Yeah, we could do that. Might what as you well. You can call me Mr. Servo because hey. I get my hustle on. Hey. Oh, go ahead, <laughs> Mr. Music. Well, well. Man. Such a... Great, awesome weekend full of awesome releases. So much. <coughs> really? You had an awesome music. weekend full of awesome releases. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not this face. Right. 
He's looking at me like oh. he's looking at me like a stranger. Looks with candy. like I missed the story. <laughs> well, I love that show. Did you watch it? <laughs> I did. Okay, so do you she remember was, that lady was funny? Okay, so that lady is Amy Sedaris, the sister of the author I was talking about, David Sedaris. I was talking about that time. Random. I just thought about that. Uh, yeah, Strangers with Candy was the shit. Back to the music, man. First project I want to talk about. How do you say his name, friend? Samfa. 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 He just dropped a project called Process. I don't know if y'all have heard, but they have been playing those songs. You listen, Dustin? Mm -hmm. What? But they've been playing those songs everywhere. (laughs) If you haven't even heard of this young man, I mean, he's in the Solange video, Don't Touch My Hair. He's featured on the track. But they've been playing um, Blood On Me and Timmy's Prayer, I feel like, at the end of like VH1 shows. And And Insecure. Yeah, And Insecure. See? There we go. So Yeah, he's been getting a lot of love. I love Timmy's Prayer. Timmy's Prayer is beautiful. It's a beautiful Ugh. track. Do you have any any favorites off the track? You that know you what? List? The first track. I know. The, with plastic. Uh, when, what is it? Plastic 100, 100 degrees, degrees Celsius. Celsius. That it, and it, the fact that like out the gate, I was stuck on that track. I didn't go past it for a while. I didn't even I didn't listen either. to the rest of the songs. I was like, all right, this is a moment. So yeah, that's my first. That's my favorite. Well, he sounds great as usual. He does. He does. I li- he, that's all I listened to this week. He uh, dropped a video for um, Nobody Knows Me Like the Piano. And, oh, uh, yeah. It's a really, really mom. cute video. And if you actually have one of those VR headsets, you can watch the videos in 3D, too, on YouTube. Or you can just... Really? Mm-hmm. I, I need to get one of them headsets. I, gotta, I feel like more artists are playing in that VR, right. you know, that creative. Realm, yeah. yeah, so I have to... I should bring mine so you can see it. Cause, um, That's so cool. I should be getting high as fuck watching them videos in there. <laughs> and that should be so cool. You can literally, like, look around and see. The room. Mm-hmm. Can't you just see Asante in the room by himself? High as fuck. <laughs> but don't big you ass remember purple when, when we were on our way to D.C.? <laughs> he yep. was in the back yes. seat in his VR world. Okay. Uh, speaking of, I need some new Bluetooth headphones. If anybody's got the deal on lock, that's what I need. Because it's nothing like watching the shit in the headset and watching the video. And having the ears on, it's like you really in the video. I do like, too. Holla at us, Beats. Okay. What's up, Beats by Dre? Holla at the friends on. We <laughs> and you know what? I like. I love them Beats by Dre. I and love I spent, Beats by Dre. I spent all that money at the Beats store in Soho for them to close that bitch down. I know. I was mad. I missed I that. I got my Beats because of you. Oh, my God. Those Beats. And them Beats, they broke. And I couldn't get them fixed. I need some new Beats. So shout out to some. Beats by Dre. What's good? Okay. <laughs> What's good? How about that? <laughs> Um, before we move off of Sampha, I just want to say one thing. Because I love his music, right? Mm-hmm. Love the album. Love I've been loving his music for a long time. Well, since I heard him on Drake's album. Yeah. <laughs> that's when everybody's like, right. oh, Sampha. That's when I heard that's him. That's when I came on in the room, full disclosure. <laughs> but he always sing like he eating some food that's too hot. Oh, my God. Like it's 100 degrees. Like if you bite into something that's too hot and you'd be like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, he does like like when you have a hot pocket. Like if you put like you're trying to hold it in the middle of your tongue and not let it touch like, the side like when you buy a hot pocket and it's like oh, oh, you know your mom. Ma- you like, how does how does soup taste? And he's like, oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's all, it's all, oh, can you pass me? But I love the album. Other though, tracks to check shit. out on that album. No one knows oh, me like the piano, obviously. Uh, Timmy's Prayer, which we've been talking about, Blood on Me, and Incomplete Kisses, I think, is the last track. The first track and the last track were both very different. I like Blood on so, Me, too. Yeah, Blood on Me is a, a the super song. Good one. The song. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> the song. Definitely the only the song. Um, outside of, of him, I want to also give it... It was an S week. 
It for was. Spectacular. Ooh, I know so, who you're going uh, to next. I, I want to go to Sid. Yes. Sid dropped the project Finn. Um, I was grooving and moving to All About Me for some change. And so now we get the whole project. Did you listen to it? I did. Did you listen to mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Any- well, I listened to the first three songs, but I was listening oh. to it right after Sampha, and I needed a break. The first three, <laughs> I know, it's so much it was music. Too much. It's too I much. To, I, well, in the the type, I can't listen yeah. to like Sampha and then straight into that Sid yeah. album. Sampha's really that Isn't like it's like too calm. I was just like, yo, I felt like I was in that Krusty the Crab meme <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. Because like. Sampha's real like R and B electronic. And- <laughs> you so funny because you reminded me of my my college roommate. I tell you, like she would come to my side of the room because you know I was always playing music, and she'd go, "Yo, you make me suicidal, bro." <laughs> She was like, damn. She, she comes she come say, what's up, and check your wrist right quick. She was like, like you got to change the vibe in here sometimes, man, because I'm just always so mellowed out. She would come in with her face like, and she's from Oakland. She was oh, like, Yeah, Bruh. she wasn't about that. <laughs> That's what you remind me of. And then against it, it's great. Music. Right, you, I just needed. A, you just need a. I had to get up out the bed. It has like, to be a moment. Legs out like it has to be moments. <laughs> like some some me. albums you or some songs you can't just listen to. I felt like I had been on like a, a transcontinental flight. You know what I'm saying? Like I needed to stand up and stretch Friends my legs out it. and shit. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? You see, I, had I had to, to take a straw. I'm like, woo. Okay. Look, look. <sighs> right, exactly. Exactly. Now, now okay. push your fingers. You remember together. them exercises uh, Mama Joyce is doing in the yeah. kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> got him. All right, while he's down. I uh, love Got Her Own. You know that yes, was got my her song. Own the shit. Yes. Oh, with Neo and um, no. Jamie Foxx. <laughs> no. Who is it? Sid. No. Off Sid's project. She got a track called Got no, Her Own. No, Off the Sid's project. Webby. <laughs> she got her own. If you like, <laughs> if you also like how sexual Sid is, she has a track called Drown in it. <laughs> yo, it should have been longer. It, it ain't like I, a minute. Yo, I was Drowning mad. It, I was listening to it. I was like, oh, this is I was like, Oof. And then I was like, wait, this is over? <laughs> I was like, Sid caught me a little hot and it's over. Listen. I hate when people make really good songs and they be short as fuck. Like That's Alicia Keys. Didn't she oh my do that God. with, I forgot what Feeling you, feeling me. You get me. You know me. That's the I'm one. I'm still mad. Everybody always refers back to that one. It was it was gonna be either that one or never mind. I'm not even about <laughs> to ruin this. Outside of Sid, who has tons of other tracks, also featured on the album. Well, the one feature on the album was Black, um, who mm-hmm. I'm so into. Yes, mm-hmm. he's good. That ex-common track. That that whole project was really dope too. That but um, we gonna come back to that one. Uh, Big Sean dropped his project. I've yes, waited forever Lord for it. Jesus. I listened to it. Yes. And I really, really liked it. Okay, give me some of your faves, friend. Friends' I faves. I gotta go to his. Okay, well. <laughs> I don't know the So the, the singles are uh, Moves, uh, Bounce Back. Bounce Back. And then he dropped that track with Jeremiah not too long ago. Outside of that, he's featured 2088. You know, Janae had to come through and I like how he track. had a line when he said something about my girl is a mix between Aaliyah and Sade. I heard that too, and I stopped. I was like, Ooh. I stopped. Right, I stopped in the room. I was like, oh, like, I can take that. We know he ain't talking about his ex girl. He said, who? Yeah. I said, is she a mix between? <laughs> is she? I, can, I can take that. Yeah. No, but she's so good. Yeah. They're oh, good absolutely. together. So I thought that was cute that he kind of shouted her out throughout I the did. album. Okay, but did you hear the Ariana Grande song? What? I don't know if it's the Ariana Grande song. Somebody was telling me he's talking about Ariana. Like about her? Uh, the song right after the 2088 song. Oh um, me? Is it homie? Oh me. Oh me. Oh me. Oh me. I can't remember. The, he talking uh, about uh, 
yeah, you back in my life now, but I still can't trust your ass, and I think that you owe me some shit. And I'm like, is he talking about Ariana Grande? He was talking about Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I like the voices in my head stick, stick to, to the, the plan. plan. That's yes. another one where the yes. beat changes. That, yes. That's yes. A, right? Yes, that yes, is, yeah. I had to that's look for the name. It was a long-ass title, but that's shit. That's one. one on my dopamine list. You know that that, of course, as soon as I heard it, I was the like, jam. oh, shit, Do you hear did me? Sean? And the last song with that choir. And and Stara. Shout out to Stara on Big Sean's project. Never mind. I just, I feel like I'm a... I don't a, know who that she's is. She's a, a songwriter, singer, been demoing for years. I knew her back when I lived in Atlanta. Oh, nice. And so she's she been working her, yeah. and yeah, doing a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, shout out to the up and so coming. Shout out to that. I hope to hear more from Stara as a solo artist this year. She she did a lot of place, placements on Kalani's project. So. Oh, cool. Yes. Big yeah, Sean. Big Sean was, a, was definitely a pleasant surprise. And I'm just going to mention a couple of indie people that I think you guys should check out. Um, if you like Sanfa and what he's doing, Sanfa, pardon me, Shy Girls put out a project called Salt. Um, real, real slow soul R&B feel if you'd like. And um, also... Season Salt. <laughs> Season Salt. Um, and lastly, in the S family, I have Sonder, S-O-N-D-E-R. Dropped a project called Into. It's a short project. I want to say it's like 30, 40 minutes. But... uh. Pr- uh Cool tracks to check out on there. Feel is the first track. It's super dope. Uh, Too Fast, Bob Won't Park and Care. And the last in the S pile is Siren. If you're on SoundCloud. <laughs> There's just so many S's. I didn't. I could not do it. So Siren is on SoundCloud. Another songwriter that I know from Atlanta dropped a project. It's S-I-I-R-E-N. Um, dropped a project called Mercy. Check it out. It's about five or six tracks. And then for the last, last project. Last, last. This one does not start with an S. But because we're on SoundCloud, James Fauntleroy yes, dropped fucking Dojo. James, I love which you. Which I have not had the chance to listen to. Did you listen to it? Of course I listened okay, to so it. Okay, so tell me Are what I need to me? listen to when I listen to the hashtag. All of it. Okay, that's all I... <laughs> I can't even pick a song. Look, I'm about to load the bong you and do all of it. You know how I feel about James. <laughs> I know, like so soulmate. if you tell me all of it, it's going on all of it. It's I, just a cool-ass vibe. Like, he took it It's called back Dojo. To his... You know that's my vibe. Right, so... <laughs> I'll Listen, when I saw I that he dropped it yesterday, I was so excited. I was like, yes, just in time for the friend zone. That's what I thought, too. Right. Listen to it. But, oh, and, you know. and Vince Staples. Oh, Vin- Staples. Right. Staples come events. Drop the project. I re- do you not like? Do you like Vince Staples? Yes. I really like him. I like Vince I Staples. I love Vince Staples, and I've been waiting for this project actually. So, friend, you know, I was so excited. <laughs> Just his I, um, face. <laughs> I, I watched. I, I watched a lot face. of his interviews, and I always try to listen to the up and coming kids. So I, I'm gonna... I really like his music. His, I, well, his I know music wasn't always he's... good. No. Somebody told me that before he wasn't great, and actually when he was in one of his interviews, he was saying, um, this was like from last year, he was saying like, yeah, I had to learn how to do a lot of stuff. My my manager took me to the side and made me listen to a bunch of people, and, you know, my shit's like A1 now. Oh, I'm talking about good. Amarosa. That's what he said. Hell no. <laughs> Yo, you see she broke Amarosa. her foot with her dumb ass. You see that shit she fell and fucked her foot I'm up? I'm triggered. So she got a she got the Mariah boot on her foot now. Oh shit! Here she come with that damn boot on. Here she come with her boot. <laughs> so those y'all. are oh wait uh all of it. So that's gonna be the wrap up for Music Man segment this week. Well wait a sir. minute, sir. Oh and sir is going to, sir dropped a project. I mean Friday. a video. He dropped he dropped a West he Side dropped a Boy. video. The video and is for about West to drop Side the Boy. You guys you have to listen to West Side Boy. By Sir, it is 
So good. I've literally been listening. I was actually just listening to it on repeat on the train on the way here. Shout out to the TDE family. And the video's cool, right? The way it was shot. Mm-hmm. I really like it. And he drops this Friday. You guys. And he has a song with Innocent Pack. He TDE. dropped the song for that, too. It's called, like, Ooh Na Na or something like that. But I don't have Apple Music, so I couldn't listen. Well, you know, <laughs> but I know that Let you did. Let me go ahead and hook that up right quick. It is. Hey. But I heard the snippet because that's all I could hear. <laughs> it's like 30 seconds. It's okay. It I'll, play, I'll play the whole thing for you later. <laughs> but you guys have to support him. I had him on my uh, Spotify playlist, so I'm happy to see that he's now signed with TDE. That's dope. Right? <laughs> Which is huge because that means he's out of here. Everyone on there is huge. So, Knock him out the box, right? sir. This Friday. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Shout out to sir. And I think that's going to wrap my music seg- music man segment this week. So much good music. Now let's go on and see what's happening in TV land with Dustin Ross. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> TV land. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that? You got to believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's expression. So, Sun Pepper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that is, yeah. Boom. Wait, what are you? You're but ghostwriter. You hear, is that what that is? I was like, that's you gotta go, believe. That's something like, where's that from? It has to be. That's oh, ghost, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ghostwriter. It was something from, oh, no. Oh, know. yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta believe. <laughs> there can't be miracles you when you believe. believe. Uh-huh. Gotta believe in me. One of my favorite songs of hers. Hit it. Don't, don't be shy. You got it. I wasn't being shy. I was being married. <laughs> uh, that uh, high. Okay, so on TV, uh, <laughs> uh, Married to Medicine is in full effect, chugging right along, full steam ahead. I got so sad and depressed when they said next week on the season finale. I said, "Oh, ah. Matt, is it one of those shows that you have to wait a year or no?" no. Yeah. Oh yeah, we waited yeah. a year a last year? time. Yeah, oh, I am I'm sorry, pissed. Dustin. I know, right? What a difference a day makes. That's why I just keep saying oh. to myself 364 times until guess what? I've accomplished You're one year. Out. It is back. So yeah, but Married to Medicine has been great. Um, Lisa Nicole and Heavenly, their shit has completely hit the fan. Uh, and I'm so it just feels so good to see this, to see this play out on television, because Lisa has done all sorts of underhanded, um, backdoor deals, dirty lowdowns, bullshit, and to see Heavenly calling her out about it is glorious. It's a joy to watch. Um, what can I say that hasn't already been said? Mariah's a miserable. Uh, garlic knot of a woman. Wow! And Here she, she was, come with that boot yeah, on. She she's just <laughs> horrible. Everything she says in her confessionals completely contradicts her behavior when she's amongst the ladies in the group. And I hope that they nail her ass to the fire, to the brimstone at that reunion. Yes. I hope they roll her like dice. Um, and you know that's really all I have to say. Can I just can I just go back to Lisa really quickly? Unfortunately, yes. I, I really it bothered me so much, and I don't know why. <laughs> When they showed Lisa just flat out lie like that. Like, I mean, well, several times, obviously. When she said that Heavenly didn't call her about the show. Well, that, because that was what obviously that, a lie. Must that, what must that feel like when you're at home watching it and with you, everyone? And you and watch and the editing. Like that? And you watch how they edit it back, too. Because they literally showed Lisa. I've always wondered that. Like, what does that moment feel like when they're showing on TV that you just straight up lied about? They something? show Lisa at... Uh, having coffee with Mariah and she's like I had a conversation with Simone and she assured me that she would be at the event lying and then cut scene 
or, or what's happening at Simone's South House. <laughs> She's having lunch with Heavenly and telling Heavenly, I had a conversation with Lisa and basically told her that I, you know, we're not friends outside of this, so I'm not going to be donating my time. I don't feel comfortable donating my time to this person for that. And it was like, she literally just lied. Like, Lisa just said, I got off the phone with Simone and said this. Because later you. on, Simone has the conversation in front of everybody. It's like, I'm going to share with you, I'm, it, with everybody else, you know, I'm going to do it here. And says it exactly what she said. And I'm sitting up here, Lisa just lied for no fucking reason. And we all are watching this now. She totally lied Awkward. because Simone flat out says... I did not commit to her event. I told her that I would be able to support her when I thought that you all were having an event, an event together. That's what I told her. So once it was time to make a decision and when the events are on the same day, she made her decision based on who she had a personal relationship with. That's what made the most sense. And the fact that Lisa was just caught up, she's so full of shit. She's standing on the stage crying in Mad that, that heavenly satin ill-fitting dress looking like she got out the bed and just wrapped herself in the, in her sexy sheets her like Darren actually came home that night so she put the satin <laughs> sheets out and just got up and wrapped it in the sheet and put some rhinestone buttons on it talking about teach me how to grow with you my brother said <laughs> my brother said Lisa's conference should have been did you hear what the called, name of the conference was teach yes. me to grow with you my brother said the shit should have been called ain't you tired of this shit he said, <laughs> he said, he said that's oh what it should have been called if they basically on Lisa and Darren's marriage. I like, mean, what the what is that? And how? What makes we've been her married think for that nine people years that have watched that play out on television? And I've been faithful for want to what, seek four them advice from them. <laughs> five was what he said. We've been married for uh, uh, nine years, and I've been faithful to it for uh, five nine nine. It's like what <laughs> the fuck is your problem? I want to box Dr. Darren so bad. He's he not even my man. I don't even her. want him. I, never mind. It's just annoying. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> because if you ask a nigga why he late, you don't even need to be asking nobody that first and foremost or where they coming from. Like, if you're just making casual conversation and he just lies for no reason, I don't care if you was coming from Chick-fil-A and you was mad or you thought I was going to be mad at you for not bringing nothing back. Don't lie to me about Sunday. that. <laughs> yeah, that's like you coming for you telling me, where you been? Oh, I just got something to eat, some Chick-fil-A on Sunday. Or it's, or it's the day is open and you don't bring me nothing back. Don't lie to me just because you ain't bring me shit back. Tell me where you were. He's just like, I, I don't know where I've been. You know what's really creepy, Nigga, you see though? these cameras in this fucking kitchen? You gonna say, you gonna embarrass me like this? Well, you know what's really creepy is that you understand that. that you don't want a man like him. And then at the same time, you completely understand why he don't want no woman like her. Absolutely. That's what the creepiest a- that's part the is. That's the sad part. You'd be like, God, he ain't shit, but I completely see right. why. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, if there was ever a person that just literally woke up and said, cheat on me today because I am about to drive you crazy. That's Lisa Nicole. That's how she approaches like everything. She is miserable. She and got mad at Heavenly. Is that the one that was making that face in the thing y'all sent me? No, that, no, was, that was Heavenly. heavenly. Oh. <laughs> but but Lisa Nicole was partnering with Heavenly for an event, which Heavenly pulled out of because Lisa bought the rights for the event. And so Lisa said that they weren't partners anyway. He- actually, how are you going to be actually, mad? Heavenly put to, oh, well, to yeah, further uh, part, make your point. Absolutely. Heavenly put out of the event because Lisa had done absolutely nothing that she was supposed to do and she was very secretive about the business aspects. So Heavenly pulls out of the event only to then find out that Lisa has trademarked this uh the name of this event, has had it trademarked for quite some time, has been planning the actual event for two years, and had you paying fifty percent of the costs. 
the total cost when she owns 100% of the rights to the event. So she can take the, what, what you build and take that on without you. And she thinks that's okay. <laughs> and not only that, she thinks that Heavenly's not going to catch it. Did you or did you not laugh when Heavenly was walking into Simone's South House and Simone said, all right, now I hear you out there coughing. Are you okay or is that TB? Or is that oh, t- to be, to ber- or better, better known, known as, as tuberculosis? tuberculosis. <laughs> she said, Heavenly said, I know not, I'm just a dentist. But I know what TB is. You know what tuberculosis is? You don't have to tell me what TB is. <laughs> and it was funny. And it was a playful do, moment. Do the confessional. Right. Between Which, her and, uh, what Heavenly said in the confessional. I don't know why. Simone don't think I know what, t- what tuberculosis is. I know just what it is, just like she do. I'm, I'm just in the mouth and she in the ass. Because Simone's an OBGYN. Just because she spend more time in the ass and I spend in the mouth. And Heavenly's a dentist. You're going to love it, friend. Yeah, you can't, <laughs> can't wait. You can't wait for you to it. catch up. Okay, so anyway, yeah, Married to Medicine is good. We're all looking forward it's to great. the season finale next week to see um, uh, Heavenly checking the shit out of Mariah and Lisa Nicole at that, and that, uh, in Toya's backyard, which will be great because all the women are there. It's always explosive when everybody's there. Real Housewives of Atlanta was great. They went on the glamping trip. They started that. Um, it's just going to be so great. Marlo is there. She's pissing me off because I expect more from Marlo because she was much more authentic when she was on season four. Yeah. This season, it looks like she's picking a fight with Kenya. Kenya's not the best person combat- doing like com- combative conversations. She often falters, trips on her words. She's ready to twirl off. not too good, you know, whatever. She doesn't have the time to practice like she does when she shoots her confessional scenes when she's better and more witty. But I don't hold it against her because I still feel like Kenya's a stand-up chick. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least she's trying and she's putting up a hell of a fight, you know, (laughs) during the show. And so I love her for that. Whatever. Housewives of Atlanta has been good. Portia is breaking down in front of our faces. And I love it because that's when she's the most entertaining. She can go. Um, mm -hmm, She can. What's wrong with (laughs) it? She could have been gone, actually. Yeah, she could have. They could have kept her gone. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with her? Everything. Just don't need her. It's totos, <laughs> but Justin, but it's what? Totos. No, Portia is just very <laughs> immature. She has single handedly, <laughs> single handedly brought the franchise down. She's the first person that had a physical altercation. You know, she dance. She's she just brought. Uh, she just really <clears throat> declassed the franchise when she came on. Really, she did. Is she entertaining? Yes. Is she a beautiful girl when she's glammed up? Yes. She was even kind of cute when she didn't have any makeup on. But what she then she opens her mouth and all that just goes out the window. Portia's done a lot of, um, you know, unjustifiably nasty things since she's been on this show. And she don't give a damn about offending nobody. And I hate that. So, sorry, y'all. That was my Siri. And Siri, I'm sick of you. You know what? I'm trying to text folks. Siri been getting on my damn nerves lately. I don't even have a new phone, but it's like they're triggering it, you know, more and more. So they're making my phone more and more sensitive with every update. This is a conspiracy theory, and this is probably something in me that I get from my grandmother because I told you she said it's a person with a pedal underneath the Wheel of Fortune <laughs> making it stop. What? Yeah, she said it's a person with a pedal under there. Oh. And she said, my grandmother said it's a person on the back of the plink. You know, Plinko, one of my bucket list things to do is to go play Plinko on The Price is Right. One of my, like, I just want to do that before I go on to glory. (laughs) And my grandmother said it's somebody on the other side of the board with a magnet. So make the black people lose and make everybody else win. (laughs) Yeah, grandma's hilarious. um, But, yeah, (laughs) 
So all the shows was good. <laughs> hell. The one thing I do want to say though, um, about love and hip hop, because yes, I do want to talk about it this week. Previously Nothing really on love and hip hop on the Housewives of Atlanta this week. It was kind of ah. this week is when the shit in the S hits the F. That's this week when they're on this camping trip. Candy confronts the lesbian rumors head on. Yes. There's all kinds of shit that's coming forth. So next on. week is what we're waiting on. Right. Love and hip hop. Go ahead. This is your segment. So please. Yandel Smith and Wesson. Let me tell you something about She's a Yandy. basketball player. Let me tell you something about Yandy. The way she be reaching? I mean, oh. you know she Ooh, just... I like, mean, like okay, that. even if Yandy felt like... Okay, so on the show, Yandy approached really quickly. Yandy approached her friend Juju, who had given them an advanced copy of a couple chapters of her upcoming book. Yandy approached her and felt like she had interpreted um, a story that she had told her about her personal life and put it in the book. And Uh-oh. she was pissed about it. Everyone else that was in the in the group, you know, seemed to think that this was far fetched and that Yandy was, you know, making something about her. And this was one of the times when I could see what everybody else was saying about Yandy. Yeah. My issue wasn't her feeling like that. If she felt like that reflected something she told that girl, that's okay for her to feel like that. It was the fact that she decided to film this scene and get into it and I just y'all know how I am about friendships and shit. Right. It's starting to make me look at Yandy a little differently because she's arguing with she was so much more confident and self-assured in her argument with Juju, which really wasn't even a real argument because Juju was going light on her. Serving but her she's been letting, lightly. But she's been letting Mendici's uh son's mom, Samantha, cuss her out every time they meet up. Samantha literally pins Yandy to the wall and don't let her say anything. So I just find it inconsistent that you're so upset with Juju and ready to just check her about this. But Samantha and them cussing you out and threatening to beat your ass, you know, and yeah, you had a slight tussle last week. But I just feel like Yandy is picking and choosing, you know, her battles. Incorrectly. And I just, that's not sitting well with me. So... And then she made that stupid ass video on the internet with that t-shirt talking about life of wife and putting her ring in the camera and shit looking crazy. Did you say she's not married? Yeah, she ain't married. And then looking crazy. And the next week, his mama making a video. Her and Mendici share a union. They they made a promise before the Lord. So they're married. Oh. I wish they would have talked about her hair looking like the Showtime at the Apollo (laughs) curtains over her shoulders like that. She had so much fucking hair. It was awful. I said, Damn, I don't know what she she looked like a Pokemon in the process of evolving before our eyes. Her I was hair like, what like is going really, on? Really, really good like drapes. Dragon Ball I'm telling Hell you. yeah. Really good drapes, tapestries. Not Apollo but drapes. I just did not like how she came at Juju like I that. I didn't like that. Like at not even so Juju is Cameron's wife? Girlfriend. Girlfriend, long term girlfriend. girlfriend. Ju, uh, Juju, Cameron's long term, and then Kim Bella, uh Jewel's is long term. And they're friends with Yandy. And then this stranger girl that slept her way into the show. They're like real <laughs> friends with Yandy, though. Kim right. Bella, your real friend, is sitting up here saying, girl, this story, I felt like it was about me, too. Stranger girl that slept her way into the show is like, girl, I felt I was reading it. I felt like it was about me, too. And Yandy is up here pressing. Mind you, the story that they're talking about is something that I feel like Juju probably wrote months ago. 
Yandy's talking about shit that's just previously happened to her over the past, like, you know, week or two or whatever it's supposed to be. Oh, like that's going to be in a book yeah, that's already of, been of this edited season, and Of this season. Because she's talking about storyline. She's like, published. Yandy was like, I just find it funny that I'm telling her all this business. I'm telling, I'm talking about what's going on with fighting baby mamas and stuff. And now I'm reading it in this book. And I'm just like, girl, <laughs> you are on a cast full of hood rats that have the exact same things going on. Your storyline has actually been recycled from other seasons, probably. What are you doing? That's not that being dirt. smart. Like, That's what, what she's are you doing. doing? That's the dirty projector you're talking about. Those Absolute. girls are accusing her. Those girls are accusing her of lying. Because she's embarrassed her. about her situation. Yep, all and of so them. instead of confronting it, she's projecting it on the other girls, saying That's she wrote about it. All she needs to do. The tie-in. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. I just don't know why she's okay with getting on TV arguing with her partners baby mamas i don't understand that especially when you want to talk about how clear the distinction needs to be between business and personal and also between you and them so if you want to act like they're completely different from you why are you engaging on their level i feel like that's where yandy dropped the ball even if she's a fraud at least be enough of one not to let us know when the cameras are rolling you know (laughs) what i'm saying yandy should have been smarter she needs to stop being so emotional and trying to prove to these girls that she's the one that he picked that's obvious you know what i'm saying act like they do not exist only talk to them about those children and when they wanted to be on this show and be thirsty and exploit the fact that y'all are not seeing eye to eye when it comes to raising each other's goddamn children you should have played them there's no way in hell i would have got on them cameras and been like well i'm the the husband and blah 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 i'd have been like honestly samantha I only want to talk to you if it's about little man DCs. That's all I care about. We need to make sure that he's happy and connected to the rest of these children. This is so silly and beneath us. When you're ready to talk about those kids, let's chat. Until then, get ready to talk about those kids. And I would have left and never filmed with none of them bitches ever in life. So why is Yandy sitting up there doing that and bringing in his mother and all this shit? Now they're about to have a sit down with Kim Bella who ain't got shit to do with the price of tea in China. <laughs> like okay. not even a little why bit. is she even there? Did y'all see the video of Mendici's mom? Yes, fake love. She made that after Yandy made that, that other video. <laughs> I saw that video on yep. Twitter. <laughs> She was dancing like an old lady who liked that song. It was just, but I like, I like full disclosure. I like (laughs) Mendici Mama Mama Judy. I I like Judy passion. I like um, just, I like Judy's loyalty. She even. just got a fire loyalty. in her that yep. just because I mean I you know Yandy is a certain type of person in love, but you know Mendici is her son. That's Mendici's. Is it multiple? Is it plural? Yeah, Mendici's is her son. There's an S on the end, like and, um, Dunham's. <laughs> and she rides even though Yandy did not marry her son I, I felt like you know Judy could have been like bitch why you ain't turning the paperwork like, but Judy feel like well hell you married him enough exactly Shit, I'm gonna keep going enough. with it exactly yeah. cause you know some any other the mamas on any of the other franchises would have just found a reason to turn up and be a mama turn up on the show but Judy's just like I'm here but I'm not really here so Bye. <laughs> Little Women Atlanta we'll talk about next week. I need to rewatch one scene so I can really pin down what I want to say about them twins. But just know, fans of Little Women Atlanta, that next week, me and them twins going to have... Well, we going to have a conversation. I was going to say we was going to have a face-to-face conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but we not. Oh my we gonna God. have a we gonna have a conversation next week. <laughs> That's it. Thanks again to Talkspace for supporting this week's episode of the Friend Zone. I just 
I feel like I have a lot of feelings and <laughs> I be wanting to talk to somebody and I'm not going to have no Valentine or maybe Ooh, I will have a Valentine and I don't want to share with them all of my feelings about how I'm feeling about them. <laughs> so I can talk to my licensed therapist that I can get right here on my cellular device with Talkspace. Talkspace is an online therapy company and they make it easy to connect with a licensed therapist handpicked just for you for as little as 32 bucks a week. Using Talkspace, you can text, audio, and video message said therapist as much as you want. Your Talkspace therapist can listen to you vent about work, family, this new boo that you think you're about to go on this Valentine's Day with, this boo that you're not going to have to go on this Valentine's Day with, any of those. If you want to sign up and learn more, go to Talkspace.com zone. And as a special offer for our listeners, you can use coupon code zone to get $30 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. That's zone, Z-O-N-E, and Talkspace.com zone. Talkspace. Therapy for how we live today. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I got to give that to you again. Talkspace. That's therapy for... I can't do it because you always about to snap. Okay. That's Talkspace. Therapy for how you live today. Okay. <laughs> All right. And so now it is time for it's asking for your friend. Um, send your emails in to asking for a friend at the friend zone. Um, dot... <laughs> Com, or no, at loudspeakers, asking for a friend at, or, no, or yes, asking for a friend at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Listener letter at asking for a friend dot the friend zone dot com. Oh, no. The friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com is the email if you would like to send in any of your questions, comments, concerns, and all that jazz. There you go. <laughs> I did not proofread this email. Oh, it should be fun. But the title of it <laughs> is Virgin and Scared of the D. Oh, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> First off, let me start by saying it's been a month since my friend told me about you guys, and I've been listening religiously. Good for Thank you. Thank you. I recently ordered the book by Virginia DeBerry and Donna Grant Dustin suggested. Plus, ordered the lone deodorant. <laughs> and my playlist is everything now, thanks to you, Asante. Oh. Shout out. I'm a 30 year old virgin, <laughs> and I've only seen a handful of penises. <laughs> no pun intended. After a terrible breakup, I took six years to myself and just went back to school for my master's and just focused on me. I'm sorry, I'm getting really scared reading this because I didn't proofread it, so I was like, I don't know what I'm going into. Um, I recently started back dating, and after what seemed like an eternity before I'd find the one, I met the guy. Well, I thought I met the guy. Everything was going good. I mean, he was perfect until we started kissing, and someone I've... He's laughing. He's covering his face. He's Until so we started kissing and someone I felt what I thought was his penis on my leg. I was unsure if it was his penis because for starters, it was so small and I honestly couldn't oh tell. I have no experience, but in the past with men I've talked to, I could definitely tell it was a penis there. <laughs> so me being me and out of curiosity, I proceeded to move my hands and touch it. Well, when I touched it, I wanted to cry. I instantly thought to myself, you can't be serious. His penis was so small and it felt very... Are we going to keep going? Yes. His penis was so small and it... Because my friend's not going to make it. And it felt very awkward. <laughs> if I never knew what a small penis was, I definitely know now. The problem is, since this incident, I've been distant, moody, and haven't been around him or going out on dates like we used to do. <laughs> oh, my God, no. I'm scared he'll want to try and be physical and I don't know what to say. I mean, how do you tell the guy, I, I think you're great, but your right D is back. too small? 
I mean, I didn't <laughs> go 30 years without having sex to end up with someone who can't even sexually give me Ouch. what I've literally been Ooh. waiting for. And then there's the emphatic side of me that feels bad for feeling like this should even matter in the first place. I mean, I feel like a hypocrite because we as women hate being judged on our breasts slash butts. I mean, men tell us all the time that they want a big, bigger this or smaller that. So I feel like I'm doing to him what at some point in my life was being done to me, and that wasn't a good feeling. Projection. Friends, I'm torn, and I don't know what to do. Do I tell him what's really bothering me, or do I just break it off and say we're just not that compatible? Break it off. Sincerely, a virgin who wants what she's been waiting for. Okay. Oh. <laughs> First of all, welcome to the friend zone. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Okay, you know what? <sighs> See, I thought this was going to go the a total opposite I direction. I had no I idea where we were going to go. D. <laughs> so once she started talking, once it got sexual, I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe, you know, her partner is too big. And so she's like, oh, I'm scared to have sex with him. No. Oh, whoa. You know, she's scared <laughs> to face the facts, literally. So you know what? I, um, hey, you know what? <laughs> Let's just look at it for what it is. You're a virgin. You've waited quite some time to have sex. You want to have a good time when you do. And you don't want to, you know, lock yourself. It's like getting into a bad record deal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then you got to go to court oh, for years God. and years what? just to get out. Don't nobody want to go through that. <laughs> so I say that if this is, if you know full and well that this is not going to work for you, against you, <laughs> With you, <laughs> if it's just not going to work, then take advantage of the opportunity now to, you know, dissolve the relationship. Don't tell him you're doing it because he got a little dick, but just, you know, figure out another way to distance yourself from him and make it make sense. A great excuse is always you've gotten too busy. You know, you're too busy. You're too busy. <laughs> like Dr. Jackie said, you know, you can always say that. Um, if you've met his mom and she's less than pleasant, then you can always, you know, blame oh it on, God, you know, a bad relationship with his family. You know, you have to look for a reason to get away from him because what you don't want to do is be mean and tell him, hey, I'm not sticking around because it ain't nothing to stick around to. So what you want to do is oh just, God. you know, so you don't want to do that. That's, that's, that's not nice. And no man seriously wants to hear that. You already know. So figure out another reason to break up with him and get out and get on to the next one. <laughs> okay, you looked at me. Friend. As the woman in the room. Um, I, this is a tough one because this is literally <laughs> the only issue you say you have, right? Didn't she yeah. say everything else Everything's is cool? great, you know? Just the, Damn. She's not See, it's the most... biggest small issue it's the, I've ever the seen. Biggest it's just, it's just a, it's just one big little detail. Right. Here's the thing. Most, Where? Most... <laughs> How about that? <laughs> That's what she should say to her. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Leaving. <laughs> Leaving on, on the midnight train to Georgia. Leaving on, on the midnight train to Georgia. Woo-hoo. Going on the fine. Okay. Peace of mind. His and hairs alone. I'm on his world. world. I'm on the I got to go. I got to go. Hey. She got to go. Get <laughs> that midnight train. I'm literally girl. tearing. Um. <laughs> Okay, wait. I'm like trying to process after this song. 
Um, most people say that sex shouldn't matter because when you guys get old, let's say you guys were the last, right? You get old. What's going to matter is how you feel about each other, right? How you get a long conversation. Sex stops at some point. That's what a lot of people say. <laughs> These two, I really need the camera in here. You should have seen the series of faces that I made. I, I was like... No, but that's the advice most people will give. It's true. Actually, I was listening to The Read, and they had a similar situation where Did a girl... No, 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 no. It was different, playing. though. It was different because the girl, I think they were already married. And she oh. was like, should I divorce? Because mm. their, oh, se- yeah, yeah. Should, their sex life was like non-existent. And Crystal felt like it's not a big deal. And Fury was like, divorce. <laughs> so clearly, I think it's a personal thing. Right. It's based on your uh, sexual desires and yeah. your sexual needs. Everyone's different. There's some people that can sleep with their partner once a week and be straight. Some people need it daily. So I think that's a very Three customized... <laughs> some Right. Some people need it multiple times a day. So I think that's a customized decision. It's not a one-size-fits-all. <laughs> Overlook his shortcomings. <laughs> well, oh, I think that... I'll give you the long and short <laughs> of it, okay, right here. You've got to go the distance, Okay. And really figure out how to get down to what really matters. You know, what matters most. What's at the root of the issue? (laughs) Bottom line. So I say, (laughs) for me, sex is important. It's an important part of us exploring each other and learning about each other, learning about myself and other people. So if I am not sexually attracted to you, it's not going to work. It, it It's a big part of relationships for me. Is it everything? No, but it's a big enough. Apparently it ain't nothing. <laughs> it's a big enough Big enough part. <laughs> it's a big enough part that it matters. So... <laughs> Asante will say you because I'm done. What you know? Because you're a virgin, right? <clears throat> and the guy is perfect. And in even every... she knew. Okay, well, there are, there are <laughs> a few different things I want to say. I want to give you like three or four different things to uh, to. Uh, I want to give you three or four different three or four options. More. <laughs> so option one is you're thirty. You get the hell out of there. You know, like what are you doing? Stop wasting your time. You're thirty. Get the hell out of there. Um, option number two is. He's perfect. You know, you haven't even had sex, right? So never, what do you really... You never will. <laughs> are you, oh, no. Like, who's to, say, who's to say that, you know, because, you know, maybe you haven't had sex in so long that when you finally do start getting, you know, the big deal on the regular, you're going to be like, oh, this is too much. Like, are oh, you, he's like a starter house? Or, not, not just that, but like... A ranch. I think one if floor. I, I say, because you... I don't want to say you can say that sex is not that important to you now because you haven't had it yet, but... Don't place so much importance on the sex that you haven't had as much as you could place on the sex that you can have. And you don't have to. I'm not saying you can't have the sex with him. If you are attracted to every other thing about this man and it's just that, I say explore. See, don't think about the things that you don't want to think about during sex because that's going to fuck your shit up no matter what you're thinking about, right? Whether it's the penis size, whether it's, uh, you know, him fucking with guys or some shit like they were talking about in Insecure the episode. Like, just don't think about the shit you don't want to think about. And take in this person, everything that you like about this person, and see if they're worth going on a sexual journey with. Now, if you have sat down and you've made your list and that is just not on it, 
option A, you are 30, get out of there. I mean, just go. But, you know, you are a virgin and this guy is perfect, you say. But you have taken a break from sex, so this might just be a good way to get your, your feet wet and see what's <laughs> up. And who knows? He might drive you crazy in the bedroom. You might be like, this might be all I need to get by. Because you might have sex and might be like, this isn't Literally even... Literally all you need. Because some, some people are built differently, like Fran was they saying. Sure some people may want it <laughs> once a week or a month. Some people may not even want it that often. You might have sex and be like, well, that was fun. I don't need that for another two years or some shit. I mean, I don't know how no, realistic... No, she a freak because she already concerned about how big his I dick mean, is. I mean, I just... I But... She a freak. So okay, that's my well, thing. Like, well, you got listen. Okay, well, freaks... Well, freaks aren't... The dick isn't the only thing that you can do having it's sex. Not. So if she's a freak, you she know... She may be all right. What I was going to say was this. Go ahead. Because right? I was still talking, but go ahead. I'm sorry. But I just... I'm trying to... I, I feel like now I got to look out for him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for him? Oh, somebody got to look out for him. Change I do. heart. So I wasn't trying to look at... Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just felt... Not that you weren't. I just feel like I have to. Okay, go ahead. So, like, I, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's not going to be that bad. Maybe it's... He might be a grower and, and not, not a shower. She I probably think they was sitting there like, no, he's <laughs> not. <laughs> no. I don't think he is I'm either. just... <laughs> I think, you know. I, I was I turning think, him on when I felt for it. It wasn't fair. <laughs> like, she knew. Just get Ooh, either. Oh, oh, I don't know. I just. Just take your time. You don't have to have sex with him if you don't want to. If you, if you, if he is, if one day you come into the house and there is a bed full of roses and you think, damn, I want to give it to him, give it to him. But if you just don't want to, then don't. Like, sex you, is not it's the your most body, but thing. It's really, it's really not. But you're. But it helps. But where your, where your head at. Where your head at your head is at. always going to be important. Oh, where Jesus. your head at? It's always That's going. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she's trying to say. Where your head at? So you're looking out for you know, him? I dated looking someone with a s- smaller mm-hmm. one. So you about dated, to look out for him? We dated for a while, and I will say I tolerated it because he was so awesome. Tolerated it. Was the sex okay, not, girl? You thirty one. Just go. No, Never it wasn't mind. awful, but it would just. This is what I was gonna say is leads to my next point. <laughs> God, there's like no way to talk through this segment. When we were done, like when we stopped, when we weren't together anymore, and I moved on to the next person, my sex life was so much better that I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like. It's tough but because it he going... was awesome. Like he's awesome. He's he is memorable. Are like still he, we absolutely are. Mm-hmm. He's one of the coolest dudes on the face of this earth. Adore him. But I realized what I was missing out on, mm-hmm. and he was. You know what? I was gonna, yeah, never mind. Never mind. I, what I was about to say would have let him know who he is. So yeah. I'm not. But I was in your similar position. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's the See? Crying out to your friends. Uh, no. No. God! God! There's nothing. There's literally nothing come on, I can come say. Come on. <laughs> we got to move on, y'all. We got to move on. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Maybe it won't be that bad. Maybe. It you never not. know. Maybe he's got some skills. Whatever. It happens. You know, there's been a confidence that some men that have had smaller penises have had that has transitioned very well into the bed, you know, I've heard or whatever. True. So, like, whatever. It's 2017. Can I say this? What? 
You don't just because you sleep with this man don't mean you can't sleep with nobody else. Sleep with him, see what's up. If it's bad, then move on and, and keep well, it going. Well, I totally I agree mean, with that. I mean, that's I'm just doing, I'm just trying to respect her virgin wishes. But baby, if you're ready to wishes. dip a toe in the pool, not a toe. Let me in tell the you pool. something. You might want to take a swim just to see how hot the water is. That's all I got to say. They was like. <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh 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 that was good if only y'all could see this oh like oh they like it they like it they like it i'm not gonna make it i can't who's fucking something i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna make it so we hope that um that helped Somehow, girl, I Ultimately, need you to you write. Have to do what you want to do, so you can do what you got to do. Get you some bedroom candy. <laughs> prime yourself appropriate accordingly. Um, maybe they make a thing that you can put to make up for what is unaccounted for. Go to for. the sex toy shop with him at some point if you know y'all start doing it. And... I don't suggest that because <laughs> that is a fight. No. I say, if anything, I say just get a secret oh, plug God, you can, like, put up it. in there or, like, put in place of what's missing. That way, uh, you're still uh, satisfied, and he's doing what he feels like is a great job, and everybody's happy. Do they make something no, like that? No, I don't want to tell my You know what show I started watching? You guys ever what? watch Shameless? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, one of the little kids, I just started watching it. One of the little kids found a butt plug, and he asked his dad, what is this for? And his dad said it's a pacifier for the anus. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why you just made me think of that. <laughs> Yo, that show was well, awful. Well, well a virgin <laughs> that, show, wants, that show was awful. <laughs> well, a virgin who's waiting, who wants what I'm she's been waiting for. Tears. You can either keep waiting or make you a dopamine playlist, girl. Because <laughs> you're going to need the highs. When they go low, you go high. Put on your dopamine playlist while y'all do it. Solution and tie-in. Go listen to Cash Doll <laughs> yeah. featuring Lyrica Anderson. Oh, uh, I, I don't, don't feel, feel like waiting. Oh. <laughs> and with that said, good luck to you, girl. Yeah, best, and God bless you. <laughs> and, I, you know, I'm just, we hoping for the best. We are. We are. Now we're going to move on over to the black business of the week. <laughs> well, they ain't got that. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, my. They doing just fine over there. <laughs> what you got for us, Asante? In line with what we've been talking about, uh, I want to shout out Alexis Cottle uh, for emailing. Her cousin, Yvette Allen Campbell, in collaboration with Dr. Suzanne Greenidge Hewitt, has they both dropped a book called Black, Pregnant, and Loving It. Mm. It's a month-to-month pregnancy guide for black women. It's on Amazon. You can get it uh, at the website blackpregnantandlovingit.com. And it's uh, just a, a resource for black women be- being pregnant. You know, I love the idea. We oh, were talking about fertility this episode. And may I say, so, you know, just randomly I picked this. You know, I did a little homework in the notes. That's perfect. Um, you know, I would never do that. <laughs> um, yeah, the book is perfect. Um, and they go on to say, statistics show that black women are at a higher risk for complications during pregnancy. The book caters to women of color by providing information such as soul food recipes, beneficial to pregnant women, checklists for doctor visit, doctor's visits, and a play-by-play for <laughs> delivery options, and even tips for keeping the romance alive. So I check really that out. That. Yvette Allen Campbell and Dr. Suzanne Greenidge Hewitt. Um, that's blackpregnantandlovingit.com. 
Awesome. Okay, so support support the black folks, the books out there. Uh, don't forget to support uh, Ben Hami, The World Is Yours. Yes. Aww. You know, black publishers, authors, and things, you know, get that popping. Also, real quick, speaking of black businesses to support, <laughs> Since we in the don't Kona. forget to go to shoptaxstone.com. Oh, that's right. Um, pick up those tax stone t-shirts, hats, whatever kind of be safe though paraphernalia you can get your yes. hands on. It is definitely still for sale and still dope and kind of really cool to wear right now. It's almost like that Kanye tour merch. Oh my it's god, like cool and excuse exclusive right now. So check that shit out. Love you, tax. Love you, tax. Free and tax. to tie into the books, um, remember we had mentioned my lit box, the subscription yes. service. I saw a lot of people. Saying that because of the friend zone, they subscribed to the service and they were showing me snapshots, snapshots, Snapchats and pictures of the books they've been receiving. And it's awesome, you guys. Oh, yeah. So Super cool. If you're looking for black writers Shout and out yeah, people of color who are writing books, that's an awesome subscription. Sub- so hard to say subscription service uh, for you to check out just to tie that in. That's it for us this week. Do you guys have any church announcements? Um, not right now, but soon. Well, <clears throat> this Sunday I will be back at the Pompette Wine Shop Yay! for Sunday sessions. It is going to be February 12th from 7 to 9 at 420 Linux. This week I have Jen Mundia performing. I hope that I said your name right. She is actually more than an artist. She's been helping me save my life. She's helped me plan some of the uh, the past Sunday sessions at Pompette. So come out, watch her perform. Um, we're going to be having a tasting. Uh, if you're into the Valentine's spirit, I might dress up or something. So if you want to be my Valentine, uh, I do like chocolates. Oh. I like weed. Uh, <laughs> you know, the usual. So, the you know, usual. come toast it up with me and Jen and listen to some popping ass music. Take some cute selfies and just take it all in. Take in the ambiance, the experience. It's just a beautiful wine shop. So I feel like filling it up with beautiful black people all the time. It's my goal. Cute. <laughs> Um, and for me, Miami, you have taught me that you are just a last minute city because we went from being <laughs> right half sold, which I told you guys was a it's little bit. Out. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is scary. It's only half sold. Where they at? <laughs> but um, now we literally only have one ticket left. It's almost No, y'all sold don't. Out. I just bought it. <laughs> so thank you to those of you who decided to roll out of bed and grab tickets. I appreciate that. I'm actually headed to Miami first thing in the morning. By the time you guys hear this episode, I will already be in your city. And our retreat, <laughs> I love the smiles. Our retreat is this Saturday. So excited. I'm Cannot so wait. I'm so happy for you, Frank. Congratulations. Thank you. This Live is going to be. An amazing year, and I'm happy to kick it off with you guys in Miami this Saturday. If you want to grab that ticket, I don't know if it's still free by the time you guys hear this, but it's the pinned tweet on my Twitter at HeyFranHey.com. Yes. And you can just grab it there for all of you who are already attending. We have so much in store for you guys. I'm so excited. And to all the other cities that are already sold out, like I mentioned last week, do not be worried. We are going to add extra days for those cities uh, that next Sunday, basically, will be dedicated to those who were not even bright sleuths. And I have to shout out rawapothecaryco.com. That's R-A-W-A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y-C-O.com. They are our official sponsors. If you need to re-up on organic 
FDA-approved oils and butters and mud masks. I'm telling you guys, this stuff is amazing quality. You know that I only support great stuff. Please re-up with them. I have a promo code that I've been tweeting out. And you can also just get it straight from their site. It's fine. But if you go on my Instagram, you'll see the image where I have all of their butters. There's a promo code under that image. And you can get 10 to 15% off, maybe even more, because they're just randomly emailing people who sign up. Nice discounts throughout the week. So thank you to them for sponsoring our tour. Please check them out. And, of course, shout out to the homies at Lone Deodorant. Okay. Right? Because they are sponsoring our tour, too. And... Chris did it. Actually, just sent me the first draft of our site, which will be going up in a couple of days. It is so beautiful, you guys. So excited. So that way you'll have all the cities, all the dates, all the explanations and itineraries of exactly what it is that we're doing on this tour. And if you, if you didn't get a ticket, go on ahead and peruse that so you yes. can be ready for when the tour come back around. Right. And that's it. See oh, you guys on the road. Lastly, but not least. Big, big special thank you to DC for showing out for the oh read. Oh, my God, yeah. Yo, Shout that out turnout to DC. was insane. People. Oh, my How God. How was that? Amazing um, and surreal. Awesome. Really? Super awesome, yes. And I saw you guys hosting. You guys yes. look so cute Shout out to on DC stage. for showing so much love, so as much always. Love. Can't wait to come back out there with the friends all. Right? DC was huge for us, too. Yes, That's it was. Turn up city. Can't wait to be back. Shout out to DC. It felt good to go infuse some good shit into a city that's going through so much bullshit, downtrodden. Oh gosh, yeah. Sad to hear what you guys are doing with your president out there. Oh wait, before we leave, Dustin. Yes. Shout out to Nike. Nike. Oh my god. I was about to get that. Y'all, they sent us. Nike hooked us up. Thank shout you. out to Nike. Huge you shout know out who to you Nike. Are. You know who you, you are. You know exactly who you are. <laughs> um, you're a wonderful, beautiful soul. Awesome, amazing. You and team. And love fact, you guys. The one thing I, I definitely want to highlight is that when Nike sent us this care package, actually Y'all, both care packages that both they sent us. Massive. We need they, to do a freestyle for the both, Nike. And they gave us handwritten notes with both. And it's the details like that. And they mentioned certain things um, that like, we don't even so have to good, share. So but just good. certain things, <laughs> yeah. you know, that they wanted us to know that lets us know that they are listening to the friend zone. So just huge, huge shout out to Nike. Y'all know I love the brand. And it's one of my favorite things to wear. And the fact that they're showing us love is just like a full circle moment. So super grateful. Y'all, my tomboy <laughs> yes. heart. If y'all can see this package, yes. I have sneakers for the rest of the Nike. year. This episode is brought to you by Nike for me tonight, okay? <laughs> that's not looking cute, But that's it for us. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. And yes. we will catch you guys next week. Absolutely. Stay black and protect your magic. I got so much, y'all. You can't have it, yeah.